With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, good evening and welcome Lock to another episode. Of... Oh. Go good evening and welcome to another episode of Married Men Don't Talk. Produced by Household Stress. Phone lines are now open, but this show is strictly for men only. Now we have a couple of rules, and they are absolute no profanity, no politics, or more importantly, no racial stuff. This show is apolitical and race neutral, so we can we can make sure any and every man feel comfortable. And furthermore, this ain't Bible study. Tonight's topic, if I knew then what I know now. My name is Darren Smith, author of How to Stay Married for at Least 100 Years, and I will be your host for the evening. And right now, with all that said, let's get started. All right. We got uh we got a couple of questions here, and the first question is I would like to let you know a lot of us go into our marriage thinking that we know everything about our wives as the word of our brother Ike women lie, but what <laughs> are we willing to lie about? What are they willing to lie about? And this topic was interesting to me because everybody on the show know that uh, if my wife would have told me if I would have knew that my wife was interested in raising grandkids, then we probably wouldn't have got married when we got married. So, you know, these, this is where this topic comes from. But we have to be true to ourselves and let our wives know so we can get past it so it won't be a burden to us. So without further ado, the first question is, going into your marriage, did anyone have a wife that was 100% of what she represented herself to be during the courting stage? Man, you already in my living room. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think you know what I honestly believe that that's the case all the time. If somebody can say that after a certain amount of years their wife is still the same, you know that's a success story. I just think that the representative is so powerful within the first months or first few years of the courtship and the marriage. If you know, you don't know what you got. To be honest with you, you don't know you don't know what you're going to end up with, but you know that representative is strong. But when they when they representing themselves, you know, are we counting? Are we looking at the representative, or how long do they actually stay that representative before you actually start seeing red flags? I think the ultimate goal um, is the wedding day, and For I them. think after that, for them. Yeah, I think that that may be some sort of a climax. Um, and then after that, the reality sets in. You know what I mean? It's like it's mm. like, it's like like running a race and you've passed the finish line. You know, do I, do I continue to train for the next race or have I reached my goal? You see what I'm saying? So well, I just think well that, th- that's you know, what right? their goal is. That's sure. what their goal is, right? And, and and that rolls into, you know, uh, my next question about our goals. All right, so let, we'll flip it a little bit and ask, were you completely honest about the amount of sexual partners you had with your wife 
or is that an off-limit topic? You know, because when you start talking about, you know, um, having sex with other women or I had sex in the past with this person or that person or, you know, she say that she had sex with this guy or that guy, is that an off-limit topic or is that like a taboo or is, is it, do you guys, have you guys discussed that before you were actually married? I was going to let somebody else grab that if somebody else wanted to grab it. Anybody can answer us. Yes, anybody. Okay, well, um, I will say this. I think it's I think it's definitely not a taboo question topic. I think that well let me say it's 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 important and it's not important. We'll say it that way. It it matters and it doesn't matter. So I she said, Well, hey baby, I have I said I had sex with you know, before we were married, before I got saved, like I had sex with like seventy guys. Yeah, that's a big issue right there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's huge, but I mean, that, I mean, that's 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 an atomic bomb to drop on somebody, man. Come on, man. Seventy. Well, you just said I'm just going off of what you just said that it was. It, it could be and could but not you, be. So what is what is an off limit? Yeah, if you know you done, yeah. if you know you've been with like twenty, twenty five women. Is that yeah. the, will, the 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 limitation that you expect your your mate to go when you ask her? Or well, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, if you get married when you're thirty and you've been single the whole time, twenty is a realistic number, I would think. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so that's to you, but thing. to a virgin, that's a lot. You're right. You're right. You're right. But seventy is ridiculous. <laughs> Not to be but what if, what if, but seventy is like you ain't pat you ain't say no to nobody. <laughs> you the Seven Eleven talking about? Let's go around back and get it in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, so if you Sorry, said man. I, you, you said if I, uh, if I had okay, I had sex with 20 people, and she said, well, good, I had sex with 21 people. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's fine, but I, I think that the that the um. The uh, how can I say this? The sexual well-being of the marriage needs to you need to get that you need to get that information out there. And the reason why I say that is because now you're going to have expectations. If you're used to being sexually active on the regular, your spouse needs to know that. Because well, she should she know that anyway. Because go ahead. I mean, we assume we assume, but that's one of the first issues that goes in a marriage. That's one of the first problems we as men complain about is the lack of sex. You know, they knew coming in. On us, though? I mean, is it? Yeah. Is it? Is it our fault? You know that 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 the sex goes. You know, the first thing because I think that a lot of times married men put it on the woman, and and granted they're partly accountable, but I think we're we're partly accountable too because we don't necessarily we're not doing the things that. You know we used to do when we were trying to get them. So you know a lot of times we put that you know totally a hundred percent on her. Well, it well it's not a hundred percent on her. How much? So so what's the percentage? Would you say? Fifty-fifty. 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 
Maybe. I'm, yeah, you, I'm being generous. I, I'm being generous. You're being too generous, and I'm <laughs> and I'm gonna disagree with you. And let me tell you what why percentage I'm you say. Go ahead. I, I, I'm gonna say seventy thirty. Mm. Seventy on I the woman. Say, yeah, I may say eighty twenty. Wow. Mm. I may I, I may say eighty twenty, and let me tell you why I say that. I honestly don't think that when we approach the situation, the intimacy, when it comes time for the intimacy, I don't I don't believe that we slack, that we cut back on what we do. I think that we still go at it because we want it. I mean, think about this. The men are ready every day. The average man is ready every day. Can go whenever. Mm-hmm. Have the flu, broken leg, don't matter. He's going to get it in. If she says, I need something, he's going to come and handle that business. We're not that's, bring not, that's not intimacy. That's not intimacy. I, I, I mean, I think that's not, a part of it. I'm not talking about the, the beginning of the morning where you're going at. I'm talking about the act of intimacy, the physical act. You're you talking about getting it in. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. I, I know exactly what you're saying. But I'll say that. I think that that's where we go wrong as men to and that we forget you know the, the the intimacy of the mind where we need to take her to get her to the point where she's ready just like we are you know when it comes time to get it in that's what I'm saying well let me well, well the the question was more steered towards let's say if your wife said that I had sex with 40 men but this is after you guys have already you you already in love with her, you already got some some dates planned, you already got some life vacations planned, you already got some um, so a house planned and and getting built, and you, so this the wedding date is arranged. This, this is before, before marriage. marriage. This, this is before marriage. Now, okay. now you don't already got it in with her. You don't already tested the waters, and even though we know we weren't supposed to do that, but that's what we do, you know. Right. So some cool. of us anyway. So if you had that, and that woman said that, you know, well, uh, I got I got something to tell you before I get married, and something you asked me a while back, and I kind of lied to you, and this is to kind of open up the can of worms, and it's like, okay, is there anything you want to tell me before we before we tie this knot that I probably need to know before I got, you know, before we get married, and then she busts out and say, you know, instead of two guys I told you I had sex with earlier. Um, it was really like forty-two. Mm. Wow! And so you're you right at the wedding three. gate door. So you got to multiply by three. Well, that's like so, three times three. So times her title three changed. Times three. Mm. Her title changed. <laughs> Say what? I'm sorry. Her title changed. I mean, I'm seriously. I mean, because her title changed. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> What does that mean? Her title change. <laughs> I ain't trying to be rude, but you know, woman that's been with forty guys, people. There's a name for that. Well, you just said twenty a while ago was you know that's the norm. Yeah, but I didn't say forty. You said 40. okay, but <laughs> so these big numbers out there, forty-two, seventy. You might as well say a hundred. <laughs> Why are you mad? <laughs> well, not no, no. It, okay, yeah. if your if your limit your limit is twenty because you had you've been with twenty women. Yeah, let's gotcha. say somebody else's limit is well, I've been with thirty five women. I was very promiscuous and I was doing my thing sure, and sure. I wasn't sure. in the church. But then you meet this woman at the church, and 
Y'all only had intimate, y'all was only intimate like once or twice, and she's always cared herself and all these other things, and then she said, I just want to let you know some things before we tie this knot this weekend. So you saying that you would cancel the wedding and put everything on hold. She went from two guys to 40. So she went from church girl to world girl. The title changed. Now you got well, you was it. in the world. Everybody was in the world before they came in. I place. understand that, but you said that she said two guys, and then she. Well, said that's when she was lying things. because she was in her. She was. She, you don't come out and tell nobody you with forty dude. You was with forty well, guys or forty women in the first in the first place. You don't come don't out say, and say that. You're right. They don't say anything other than say two. So you I wouldn't want to know. Been, listen, I wouldn't want it to be two and then it come out to be forty two. <laughs> that's the only thing I'm saying. So if that's your scenario, you know what I mean? if you two, yeah, if, if it's two, I'm like, okay, good. You know what I mean? This ain't been all over the place. Not, don't don't know a, a lot of people know about what I got. But when it's 42, you could be standing in line at the Walmart and the dude right behind you might hit it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so let let's just get it straight. If your okay. wife. She wasn't your wife, and y'all got a wedding date coming up in four days. Yes. And she dropped that bombshell on you. Would you cancel the wedding? Not cancel, but postpone. We're going to have to postpone it because it's like, what else are you not telling me? You know, because that that seems like, you know, she it's, it's gotten to a point where it's like the last minute. She's probably thinking that you're not going to cancel it or you're not going to do anything. The invitations are out. You know, people have made hotel arrangements and, you know, made arrangements to, for somebody to watch their kids so they can enjoy the festivities of the wedding. So at that point, you know, it's almost like, you know, she puts you in a box, she paints you in a corner. But I would say not cancel it, but definitely we need to talk about postponing it, you know, just redirecting some folks to say, hey, we're actually not getting married for in four days, you know, because something just came up. Cause I think so you that, let everybody, you let everybody. They got they 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 tickets. The, you let the venue go. The DJ. Everybody done traveled and they up here and they ready for the weekend. And it's it's combined with another Fourth of July weekend and you know everybody in the area anyway. So that's already planned. The trip is already planned. They already got they they plane tickets, bus tickets, and they on their way up. And it's non-refundable tickets, by the way. Yeah, and I think that you know you you would have. Do you think to, they would understand? And do you think they would show up for your for the time that you say I'm really about to marry this woman? I don't think they would show up. You know, I think that probably you know, the, the next time it may be a potential where you have less people, and probably you would be out of money. You know, since you have to pay them people for the venue for the DJ. You know, you probably have to pay them, if not a hundred percent of what, you know, you're contractually obligated to pay them, but a good portion. And you may not can pull it off again in three months to have a, a big shindig. It may be just something, you know, smaller at that point. So, you know, but that's the risk you play. But I'd rather, cause I think that if, if, if she dropped that bombshell on you four days out, you know, it's like what else, you know, could be, could, I mean, what what else could she be hiding? I mean, I think that's 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 where I'm going with it. It's like, okay. Is that it? Yeah. And I'm just going to echo off what you just said, Rodney, because it makes perfectly good sense. Four days out, you drop a bombshell like that. You know what I mean? You, you, now I, now I have to reevaluate the person that you are, the person that I'm marrying. 
So it may not be a postponement. It may be a, you may not be right for me. You know what I mean? Because you knew all this all along, and you didn't say anything. And you knew that it would be a factor because I was going on false pretenses with these two people that you told me about. And what if so what she was purposely? What if she was purposely waiting until four days out to tell you? Yeah, what if yeah. she wasn't? What if she was just afraid to because of your current thoughts now? Yeah, that's on her though, man. That's not. I mean, that's not on you. You can't. You can't. It's nothing you could do. I mean, a lot of us have fears, but still, in all, you know, when you're involving other people into your stuff, and that's what she did. She, she dragged everybody into the stuff, hoping. That one, you'll forgive her, or two, you'll never find out. Mm. Mm. So should so she, let me let me let me ask you this, T Hawk. Should she have not disclosed that four days out? Just you know, at this point, you four days out. Just you know, just go with the two people, and you know, <laughs> at some point later, at some point later, she bring up the the forty the forty. Add forty to that number, you know. After you've married, after you done come back from the honeymoon, you know you got, you know her mm. name done changed on a social security card. Y'all done got everything moved into the new spot, and then sometime later she bring it up. Would that be better than four days out? It, it'd be better for her. <laughs> it'd be better for her. It'd be hard, hard to get divorced after that. It'd definitely be better for her. I mean, you 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 all in. What you going to come back and tell your boys? Oh, y'all ain't going to believe what I just found out. You can't tell nobody that. You see what I'm saying? Well, you, could, you, know, you wouldn't want to tell nobody like, you wouldn't want to tell nobody that even if she told you four days before the wedding. I mean, because now Four days before the wedding, yes. Yes, what I'm saying. So you would tell people wedding, that I, we canceled the wedding. Be, go ahead. Easily. Uh, hello? Easily. Yes, sir. I'm not in. I'm not committed at that point. Because I'm going to need a reason why. They're going to be like, what happened, man? Let me tell you what she held back from me. You would tell your boys that? Yes, in a heartbeat. Even but if they're going to look them. at me like I chickened out. Oh, you must have chickened out. Dude, what, you get cold feet? What happened? Uh, hello? Go ahead, dude. Yeah. I mean, what, yeah, what's your ahead, name? Brother. We can hear you. All right, this is Mike. Uh, uh, Darren, what's up, man? What's up, Mike? How you doing, man? Nothing, Mike. This, this is, this, this is, this is, uh, this is kind of crazy, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I figure out a lot of your responses. Um, I, I, uh, I guess you know a big part of it is you know uh, really you know e- even when you when you first when you first start uh, you know uh, dating courting you know there's a period of a representative then it's a period of this is the real thing, so I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm going to be myself to make sure that this is, you know, this person really going to like me for me. You know what I mean? As far as uh, time frame, okay, when you're when you're dating, everybody's going to put their best foot forward. Everybody's going to have their appearance of, you know, I, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm this. I want to seem like I'm that. Okay, just mm-hmm. putting it out there all, you know, up front. When things get serious, that's when you really start taking things a lot differently in reference to being exclusive, you know, when you start talking about intimacy and, you know, what each other's needs are and so on and so forth. Now, the scenario that you all are talking about in reference to 
you know, you're about to get married and she dropped this bomb on you. That's just, uh, it, it sounds like something out of a movie, uh, first off. Because, I mean, you know, as men, you know, we, we kind of get an idea of the type. We, we've been with those kind of women before, okay? Let's just be real. We know sure. when, you know, when they are, you know, just playtime material versus wife material. There's certain characteristics that stick out that leads us to one way or the other. And depending upon where we are, either we're going to, you know, say, okay, I, I still want to play the field, so I'm going to keep doing that. Or she's serious, you're going to make a decision, you're going to start saying, calling the exes and all that other stuff and click, cutting those things off and right. all of that, okay? Mm-hmm. So getting getting to this scenario where you're saying, okay, you're four days out from your wedding and she drops this bomb on you, we both have to realize, you know, if we're in the world and we've now come to Christ, if, if Christ has forgiven us now, i got to go to God to help me to deal with this because at that point, God has revealed to me that this person is going to be my wife and, you know, all of those things that once you take their vow for better, for worse, and all that other stuff, that starts to come into play right then and there because you got to deal with that. Mm. So before you can... So, wait, you know, so what you're saying, so what you're saying is... Uh, regardless if she used to be uh, 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 in the world like us or not, even those women deserve to be wiped one day. Because cause well, I what, mean that's just that God, 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 God has created a. a, a but we, we, we a but we're not talking everybody. about. We're not. It didn't. It, it didn't we, we're not talking about God though. We're talking about what. Well, how what can we you talk about marriage without 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 God? I mean, I, because when when you, when you when you're talking about a situation. And let's uh, like I said, you met this girl in church, and and now God has nothing to do with. Wait a minute, now God ain't had nothing to do with you sleeping with them fifty guys, and you was in the world, and then but then she say, you know, uh, well, I, I, that means I I can't get no love, I can't, I don't deserve no husband just because I made some decisions before in my past when I didn't know God. So now mm-hmm. you're not really talking about God. You're really talking about well. I don't know about this because you consider nasty now. Yeah, and, and look, that's and my look, past. I understand. And look, and look, we got to think about the other um, dynamic, right? She still lied. Right. Still do you, do you call that a lie? She still lied. Hmm? Well, it, it's it's not. It's she just she just was not. I could say, well, I, I, you know, realistically, I can say, well, I slept with two people and I could say over, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking over, say, the last, say, the last six or eight months. And we have a conversation and it's like, Oh well, if you're talking about from the time I lost my virginity until now, that number is going to be different. So it just yeah, depends yeah. upon you know. It's, it's just that's the old question. You 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 get what you ask for. If you say specifically, well, who have you slept with the past last six eight months versus since you, you know, it's going to be two completely different answers. So it depends on how, you, how the sure. question is being asked. One, two, yes. the situation with the person that you're talking to. When you start talking about marriage, your conversations are going to be very different. You're going to start yes. being a lot more uh, concerned about not just the person that's in front of you, but the history of this particular person. You know, what do I got to deal with? You know, same like, you know, when you start finding when you're 
you know, when your when your mate has a, a, a child from a previous marriage, what is their relationship like with that person, that that, that mm-hmm. father of the child or that mother of the child, and so on and so forth. So you, your 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 conversation starts to change, and you start to examine that person and 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 ask that person questions that you wouldn't ordinarily ask when you're just in that quote unquote quoting stage, quoting stage. I'm sorry. So I understand what you're saying when it comes to okay, well, you know, if it's a certain number, then I don't consider this person no longer marriage material. Now I see some other kind of material. But at the same time, is that really fair? Well, let, let me... let me. was on the other foot, and you could say, hey, I was just out there, because you know how, how guys are. Most of us was taught, hey, that's a way of, uh, you know, that's how you show your manhood by how many men, women you be with. And we, we be real about it. We're like, well... Egg, you know, probably out of the ones that I was with, I probably should have been, been with, say, two out of the 40. You know, I'm just out there wilding, you know. Whatever okay, well, let me, ask, let me, let me get back. Let me, let me get to something T. House has said before. Uh, okay. Before, okay, he, he said, he made the statement, T. Hawk, you said, if somebody asks me, why did I cancel the wedding? And, uh-huh. and you're in love now you're yeah. at the point where you're in love with this person because you you have made the decision to marry them, so you're in sure. you're in love with them. So yep. he T Hawk, you said that <laughs> <laughs> I tell my boys that hey man, she didn't sleep with two people, she slept with forty two people. <laughs> so how much I've, how much do you think that that you're really going to marry this person after with, your boys it, know what you know? But, but that's just it. If it, if it, it you know, if, if you can't deal with it, then I, I'm, I would be the kind of person I would be like, okay, can I deal with this? If I can't deal with it, I, I can't, you know, be with this woman in the same way that I was going to be with her in my mind thinking initially because I can't get over this whole situation with who she was with before. Yeah, but is that going to help before. you? Is that going to help you get over no. it? No. When your boy, no. when you tell your boys, and then no, you say, no, you know what, boys, I'm gonna kick no. it with my her. My boys at the time, nah, nah. That would, that would not be. They would not. They would not be what I would consider wise counsel. <laughs> you want me to answer this subject? Well, you, you want okay, me to answer? Okay, T. Yeah, I do want you to answer it since you said it. Yeah, yeah, I will answer it. Those same uh, boys that I was like, yo, man, I, I done found the right one. We hanging out, we kicking it. I'm not even hanging with them no more. I'm hanging with her. Right. Same boys that was like, yeah, you know, I got that, man. She's the one, Maria. Those are the same boys I go and say, man, you'll never believe what I just found out. I'm you're so glad I found out. Hmm? So so what? when you're when you're making, when you you got to understand, when you're telling your boys this, these same ones you go and drinking. And I'm not talking about goes, on Facebook. I'm just talking about my closest friends that's close to me. Even your you closest said, friends. Yeah. Your closest yeah, men. The, yeah, the dudes I, that's planning to be your best man at the wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so Them what dudes. you going to tell? What you going to tell your best man? What you I'm found talking about all. I'm talking about the whole. I'm talking about the whole team. Your your boys, your your immediate circle. You going to tell yeah. everybody in your immediate circle that look, man, I found this out. She dropped a bombshell on me, and I I ain't I ain't I can't do this. You will tell your boys that. Okay, so 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 I'm gonna answer that question with a question. And the reason okay. what I'm going to say is now, so lying is already in the game because she already lied to you, right? So now when you go tell everybody, okay, well, now we, there's something that's happened, and we're going to postpone this thing. We're not going to get married in four days. We've got to postpone it or whatever you tell them. And when mm-hmm. they say why, what happened? 
what are you going to tell them? Well, I, I'm not going to tell them. Your loved well, ones, I, I your loved ones, your boys, all of them. What, what are you going to say? That, I, I was, I will say we got to figure out some issues before we figure it out because what you don't want to do, what I wouldn't want to do, is, is just in case I do marry her, I don't want nobody like, man, you you, you, you married that hoe? <laughs> I don't want nobody to have that in their mind. It's gonna be you know what I mean? Because that's what they're going to be thinking. It's going to be in the most important mind, yours. Cause that's yeah, what yeah but, but, you, but you also got to, now, now you got to step on what Mike said earlier. He said, now, wait a minute, she's in Christ. She's a new creature. I got to look at her. she's still lying. <laughs> she's still lying. <laughs> Come on now. Well, real. Where's she at? Is she still lying? She should have told me that when I first met her in the church. Not when I first met her, but we started dating. Hey, okay. Let me put everything on the line. This 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 my past ain't right. And 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 the crazy part, Darren, is it's not that big a deal. The lie makes it No, no, come on, no, come no, 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 no. Yeah. I gotta stop you right there, bro. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. Listen, a big that's deal. a Hold big a deal. Man, Hold man's on a nature. Let, can I clean it up? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Can I clean it up? Mm-hmm. If you meet someone and y'all click, everything's perfect. She's wifey material as far as you can see. Family's great. Everything's great. She's got all the qualities. Y'all laugh. Y'all, everything fits right in line. All, all the way down to the face. Everything fits right in line. Are you even going to ask her? How many people have you slept with? Yeah, I mean, keep it real. You I'm are? keeping it real. I you let me tell you. No let person. me let me ask you. you let me ask you a question. Person. Let me ask okay. you a question. It was a girl. I don't know if I said this before, but it was a girl. I hope she ain't on here. But she had told me that um, that she was she was wife material at one point long time ago, and um, and she told me that we was supposed to be saving our. We used to call it a V Club car. The virgin car for each other. So I found out that she had told me that she had sex with some dude. And I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. You know, how'd you like it? How was it? And I'm still a virgin at this time. We were young. We was like 16, 17. So later on, when we were about to, when I was like, you know, let me go ahead and check you out a little bit. But then I said, you still a virgin or you still just that one dude? And she said, no, I got a confession to make. You know, I want to tell you everything. I said, well, okay, well, tell me. That girl told me she had sex like five or six more times, and I was like, okay, so is that it? She said, yeah. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> so, because, I mean, well, hold on a second, I, I, hold on a second. You, you was how old? I was, well, it was 16 when we were both virgins, but okay. then now so we now- moved up to 21. We went up to 20, 21 years old, and then I asked her, um, you know, I reconnected back to her after I got in the Navy, and then I asked her again, and then she she had, you know, had sex with like five or six more guys. And then I was, and to me, in, that, in my mind, that was a lot because I only had sex with one girl at that time, one or two girls at that time. But it, so five and six to me is just, you might as well say it, 40. But she was <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I was done when she said that because I looked at her as being nasty. And I never called her again, and she and broke her heart and all that other stuff. But yeah, in my she mind, when she told me that, right? that was a wrap. So yeah, she told somebody else that. But again, you walked into that. You walked right into that. 
You know what I'm saying? It didn't it didn't matter. And and, and when you're thirty, thirty five, thirty one, you done been around the world, she done been around the world, what difference does it make? Why even talk about it? If there's no venereal diseases that you need to know about or anything like that, who cares? You've both been sexually active your whole life. Okay, so now you're going to get married. Now I need to know details? No. I don't want to know details. I don't want to know... Not what details, just to... numbers. Details details, and numbers are two different things. Numbers are details. <laughs> no, details is how you did it, how you broke it down, where y'all was, did you get freaky on the plane, you got your mile high tickets or whatever. But numbers <laughs> is like 42. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh All right. man, my bad. I think numbers. I think numbers are very important. Question. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, can't I mean, you, bro. honestly, some, some some things, you know, especially when you start getting into this realm, and you know what your path is, and you know, you know, we can say that we're honest. I think we're honest with the one that we know that we're we're going to do the long haul with. So it's a lot of. You know, a lot of uh, miscommunications up until that point. But, it's, again, it's one of those things, A, if she asks, I'm going to tell her. If she don't ask, I won't, you know, don't ask no tell type thing. I mean, Thank just you. Be real it don't matter it. at I mean, this point. When, yeah. you're, when you're an adult, it's, it's with, with, you with think women. differently. You're more mature. Um, you interact with people that are like you in a way. Uh, when you're younger, I mean, you know, when you're younger, you're wilding out. You're, you're doing silly stuff. You're not in the world. You're still in the world. You know, but when you get older, you come into yourself, you have a tendency to attract the same kind of people. But I understand if this situation comes up and she comes to me, you know, you know, four days before the wedding and say, I gotta tell you this because this is you know, this is one of those things that I, I just really feel like, you know, in order for us to enter into this, this you know, this union the right way, I need to be able to tell you this and I'll have to deal with it. And I don't know how I would deal with it. I'm just being real with you. Because but you just, well, you just said one, it didn't matter. I, it, you you just yeah, said it didn't matter. I, 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 I haven't been in that, put in, in that situation, so I can't say definitively, you know, I'll deal with it and, and just kind of keep it moving. But I think a large part of that is the courting process and getting to know the person and, you know, understanding, you know, who this person is and be able to, you know, again, you know, understand that, hey, both of us have passed, but, you know, this person that's in front of me is different than the, their past. I can't define this person by who they were before. Well, you mean, you know what, like you were. said, like you said, bro, Mike, you said that uh-huh. you was not, you've not been in that position before. Right. But I'm, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee yeah. you, if you was in that position where you had to ju- not really judge them off their past because that's not our duty. But if they said something like 40 or 50 guys, you were like, church or not, you know, that's a lot of people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you yeah. and you would and you would it would you would base some decisions based off of that number. Well, like yeah, my man Rodney I mean, said I mean, earlier, he said, "Hey, I, my man Rodney said, well, we're going to have to go back and talk." Now, the excuse for not marrying her would be well, what else you ain't telling me? Right. <laughs> but exactly. the real deal is them 42 people. <laughs> yeah. well, well, can, I, can, I, can I just put something out there? Go ahead, Please brother. Do. Hey, look, man, look. It, there is no woman that I know is going to answer that how many people you slept with question truthfully. Thank you. Thank you. No woman answers Thank that you. question truthfully. Any man no knows no, no. how many women, how many men his his woman, his wife done slept with, he's fooling himself. Mm. And brother, brother, mm. and brother, let me just and and let me just ask another question too. 
And what does it say about a brother, a grown man, that would even ask that question to a woman? Right, and that's what I meant. That's where I was coming from. Because, I mean, you at the point, you understand that it's a lot more to the relationship than just how many parts you've been with. Exactly. I I mean, you're. Well, you know, a lot of brothers, a a lot of brothers, I think that some of them that I've talked to, they said they would ask. Okay, go ahead. Let him finish, Darren, because he's breaking it down. He's breaking it down for you. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, cause it, it, I mean, realistically, once you get past the stage of thinking of a woman as just, uh, you know, uh, you know, somebody that you 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 just gonna have your fun with or whatever, what have you, when you meet the person that's gonna be your wife, you don't just look at that. You look at everything from having kids, does she want to, family, you know, that you know, what kind of you know long term plans that she have, and you know. Um, how you how you fit in those plans, or you know the things that y'all want to do together, and so on and so forth. So that's not such a big part of your relationship. Because I mean, once you get married, you you learn two things. You learn, yes, you know, I have a companion, I have intimacy, I have something that I didn't have before. Because when you was out there, when you was just kind of playing the field and doing your thing, it was physical. It wasn't you know a real connection connection like you have with your spouse. You know, I disagree, um, Mike. Well, I, I'm, I'm just telling. I only can tell you what my experience was. Okay, uh, and I, I, you know, I don't read a whole lot of books. Except the words. <laughs> um, you know, um, I, I don't. I don't. You know, you know, TV is too sensationalized for me to really follow. Um, it's not realistic. So all I can go on is my own experience, and I can just basically tell you when I was out there, I wasn't thinking about am I going to have kids with this person? Am I going to buy a house with this person? You know. Oh, we're gonna go old together. We're gonna to go on vacations together, and da 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 da. It wasn't that kind of thought process that went into it because they weren't the one, okay? But when it is the one, yeah, you think about you know how many people they've been with, but you're thinking more about the other side of of of, of marriage, which is all those other things. Are you equally yoked? You know, all of those other things. So you know, again, it goes back to that saying: when you're a grown man. You're going to ask that. First off, are you going to ask that question? And then, secondly, and probably most importantly, you know, you understand that there's a lot more to marriage than just that. Now, a lot of times, yeah, for me, and I'm just being real with you. If you know somebody came, if you know my my fiance at the time comes to me and say, I got to talk to you and tell you, da 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 da. da I can't tell you how I would have reacted because I've never been put in that situation before, and I got to think about it. But I didn't get married until I was like 38, so I was very mature for my age already. Um, you know, I said, "Hey, I'm going to take my time, find the right person," and in my mind, I'm only marrying one time. So when I looked at the person, or when that person presented itself to me, she was like-minded and thinking the same way. Okay. You know. Because that's what I put out, so that's what I drew to me. Well, you know so, what? Well, you know, this this is this question, but a lot of but a lot of guys, a lot uh-huh. of guys are not uh, fit in that perfect shoe, and I would call that uh-huh. a perfect shoe because now, now you're at a, at a point of maturity, and this is not. Right. I mean, this stuff happens on TV, but it happens in real life a lot. Okay, because uh, a guy wants to know who his competition is. Uh, they don't want to well, know, you know that you've been with, huh? I, I, I don't. I know my wife has been with other people prior to us getting married and stuff, and 
it's just one of those things that I was like, I, I really didn't care because I was the one that was marrying her. Okay, okay. It, it, but if she came out before the wedding about. and told you, let me just let you know, Mike, it's it's been it's been forty guys. Like I said. <laughs>
we were on we weren't on that kind of level. I just had women assuming that that, that I was going to be with them, and I've never mm-hmm. dated. And, and I, I think it's just there's some whacked out women in the church. Hmm. You know, God told me that that you mine. <laughs> You're my Boaz man. God told me that you were going to be my Boaz man. And I'm like, you didn't tell me? Mm. <laughs> you know, and, and these were just church women. And, and there's some wacky, you know, I call them spiritual space cadets in the church. Mm-hmm. They're so heavenly minded, they know earthly good. And, I mean, they're just weird, man. They just figure God's <laughs> going to drop my husband in my lap and you the one. Mm. You know, now I was kind of a new Christian, so I didn't understand all this stuff, and I'm just friendly. Hey, how you doing? You know, you know, kind of thing. And and I, I remember one of them stayed so mad, stayed stayed so mad. She she um she would grit at at and she was she was um just my girlfriend at the time and became my fiance and now my wife. But she would just grit at her every week, and my wife finally said to her. You know, have I offended you in some kind of way? And she said, yes, you have. And Glenn said, oh, well, I didn't know. You know, what did I do? So she pulled us aside at the church in the sanctuary and told her, um, you give us good Christian women a bad name. Wow. What? Called her out. Said, she told my wife, I've been single and celibate for seven years, and you come in here and, and take a good man. Mm. Yeah, she, yeah, it's a space cadet right there. It's a space cadet. <laughs> I mean, we got our exceptions. We got our exceptions in the church as far as crazy oh, men no and crazy women. You know, but sure. but one thing is that, you know, what are we putting out to make them think that we are theirs? I mean, because when you said... When you said that they had claimed you, it, it has to be something outside of hello and goodbye that well, they see, thought. I, I never picked anything up, and my wife was like, you know, she's liking you. I'm like, she doesn't like me. I'm, you know, I never, you never speak to her. You know, and I might have been thick, you know, but I, I mean, I never, never took her out on a date. Never called her, and, and she, she was, um, what is it? She had a position in the church. I forget what it was, and. And she she was a, some kind of minister in the church, and she and another lady had had come over my house about probably nine months earlier, and I was in the midst of a divorce and stuff like that, and and they were praying for me and and this kind of thing, and and I guess that's when she claimed me. I don't know, but <laughs> but I mean, you know, that was the only time I'd ever you know ever had any you know outside of you know walking by in a church, how you doing kind of thing person, and like I said, you know, there's just some weird people. You know, and and but I've had a couple that were kind of weird like that. My wife said, "You just attract the weirdos." You know? <laughs> <laughs> and okay. Then, and then, um, and then once we got married, it still continued, man. Um, we 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 came back from from the honeymoon, and we had pictures and all, and 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 we ran into her and happened to have the picture book, and and um, you know, I spoke to her, and Glenn was standing there, and. She, and we were like, oh, yeah, we just got back from our honeymoon. You want to see the pictures? Mm. <laughs> and she flipped on those things all mad, you know what I mean? And then had mm. the audacity to say to, say to us, uh, what, did you, what did you bring me back from your honeymoon? Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got some really some weirdos out there. And like I said, I'd never dated her. Um, 
so I, you know, I, I didn't have a situation where I was dating two or three women. I never dated her, but it was weird, man. You know, and like I said, I just figured it was, you know, uh, you know, there was another wacky one that, that I met that that had her her place set for her husband at the at the dining room table. Yeah, you told us about that. <laughs> yeah, man, and, and and you know, had the dress and everything, and it didn't even have a dude. You know, I think mm-hmm. it's just weird church folk women. There's some weirdos in the church, man. Well, they 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 just getting ready. Ain't nothing wrong with getting ready. Yeah, so, all right. Well, if any, anybody else, no. Nah, right, let's let's move on to our next question. And it's the first time ever that we had Monkey Ranch Number Two on the HouseholdStress.com show. And this Monkey <laughs> Ranch is brought to you by my book, How to Stay Married for at Least One Hundred Years. You can join us on Facebook. Or go ahead and Google the book, and it'll pop right up on three different pages. All right, monkey ranch number two. I had a friend that noticed when his wife got around certain a certain person during the family gatherings, she would avoid eye contact or conversations with this person. After they were married nine years, he finally got up the nerve and asked why. The answer was the guy had broke her heart, and he left her for the woman that he was currently went with. Even though he knew the answer, my man finally asked the main question, did you sleep with him? And the answer was almost unbearable. Going into your relationship, did you know if your wife was sexually with uh, one of her current friends that she had always claimed to be a close friend in the family? Did you know about that? And how would you make how would that make you feel if you knew that your wife he was going around to family reunion and did you know how you say, Oh, that's a friend of the family, oh that's my cousin and you've been lied to all these years that's and all of a sudden man, this man that right that, Huh? <laughs> yeah, you got to get right somebody here. in trouble, man. Yeah. 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 You're to get somebody in trouble because now she got some folks thinking. You yeah. really got some folks thinking now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to take that monkey wrench back. <laughs> well, we we all about the truth on this show, you know. So we got we got to address every issue in every corner. That's that 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 there is a tough one, brother. That's a tough one. That's um, California King in the other room type situation there, right there. But I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Those that don't know that, but you know, what I'm just saying that's sleeping in the next room or the next house. Once you find that out, man, that's totally violation. I'm sorry. That's well, it. It, it, I don't, I don't think this. Well, it it's, it it happens, okay? You know, you know, they, no, they, no, everybody no, know this guy. That's living a lie, man. That's living a lie, and 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 for you to friend somebody who knows your wife is as you know. Her, it's bad. And, now, it's bad and, and both of them been playing the game for the, for a long time, calling each other cousins and whatever, friends or whatever. Mm. That, that's the ultimate lie. But that's bad what right about there. What about if it was, you know, maybe when they were just teenagers? Would, would it matter then? You know, if they weren't adults when they were playing around as cousins? I mean, I guess, I mean, even you still got to keep an eye on that because, you know, you still have that reminisce. So what would you do? I mean, you you married to this and woman, she never cheated on him. Well, teenagers, you got a lot of static on your phone, uh, T Town. Oh, oh, that's me walking. I'm sorry. Let me let me let me go to, to mute for a few seconds. Okay. Anybody else? Why P Town go to mute? 
Well, I, I mean, you know, even a teenager, I couldn't see a teenage friend still be hanging around when you're married and adults. I mean, why would that happen? Unless no, because it, it's at family reunions, and this is a friend of the family. They were supposed so it could be to be together. Friend. It could, yeah, it could be yeah, your exactly. wife's brother's that best happened friend. Every day. I got you. That happened every day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, but still in all, she should have said, hey, in the beginning, I used to date this cat. I mean, just right. in all fairness, for you know, for us as men, we don't want to be the last to know something like that, especially if we shake him his hand, we made a help him get a job. I mean, anything could happen. <laughs> anything could happen. We could have bonded a relationship with this person, and then it's even worse now. And the one thing that, that, that the problem about that is the longer it goes, the harder it is for her that's going to, you know, to, to be up front with you. Because now why didn't you tell me? Yep. And when it comes out, it's going to just, it's going to cause all kind of problems. Yeah. yeah. So what would be your response to that? Would you, would you, you can't divorce her. No, but it'd be, it why would cause you? a trust issue. Why can't you? Why, why can't, can't you? She, didn't, she, didn't, she didn't violate the marriage. Why not? Yes, she lied. Exactly. Well, they Don't lie all the know. time. That's what I said. I said women lie. He's going to have a book called Women Lie. They do <laughs> lie all the time. But, you know, you know, that right there is, that, that's, that's called something else. No, you just said it was that's called it. a lie. So it, it yeah, was a that's lie. that's deeper than a lie. That's a betrayal. That's like a <laughs> lifetime story. That's like a movie right there. You know what I mean? Okay, and her response to you, her response to you is, baby, that happened when we was 16, 17. He broke my virginity type of stuff. He broke my virginity, and, you know, they say that every time you break somebody's virginity, they're never going to forget their first love, but I've been married to you for nine years. I'm over that dude. You know, I'm still a little upset and hurt. But I'm in love with you. I never cheated on you. We go to church now. We're saved. We got three kids. So, you know, shut up. Well, my feeling is it's in the past. Um, And if, you know, you're going to have to go through the, you know, not being up front and and just, you know, even though she didn't quote, unquote, lie about it, by her not telling you, uh, you know, that's that's an issue that, that would need to be dealt with. And you don't have to get beyond that and get to a point of forgiveness because if not, that's going to be an issue that drags on deep and and cause deep uh, separation in the marriage because you're feeling like. And also, Andrew, and also, Andrew, the fact that you had an inkling the whole time because how they interact with each other at these events. You're like, Mm. something ain't right. Something ain't right. And your gut ain't going to lie to you. That was going to be my thing, like, you know, you, you're going to have to govern yourself accordingly now, from now on because, you know, it ain't going to be no no confidently conversations. If, if he's a family friend and I can't stop him from coming to events because everybody else knows him and loves him, but, you know, it ain't going to be none of that buddy-buddy stuff, you know, and don't be surprised when I call you on it if it is. You know, you're going to have to act accordingly now that you done told me. Yeah, 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 it's it's real. At that point, you know when we while we in on this phone and we be that we we we're not even done yet, not even close to done. But every yeah. question I've asked, if we was to flip the script and put it to where we were the one and said, you know, it was a chick that I was head over heels with, and I get Google eyes, we we act as if we won't fall in that same trap. We act as if we're not the one that sleep that slept with forty women. 
and we don't want to have to divulge that information to our wife if we ask. Now, how would we feel? We got to flip the script all the time. Put your your shoes in her in her her place. Would you feel that she should forgive you or feel differently if you the one that was doing all the dirt? Well, either way, you have to reach a point of forgiveness. If you don't reach a point of forgiveness, the marriage is going to be damaged because of it. But we've been talking like we we'll, we would leave them or hey, we've been to move oh. our bed to the next room type stuff. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Um, in, in any situation, you you know, people don't disclose things because of a lot of things. Sometimes maturity, lack of it. Sometimes a fear or whatever. Um, but you know. Bottom line is you're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to get your feelings and emotions out of what it, you know, how that's made you feel and what it's caused inside of you and the lack of trust and 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 she didn't respect you enough to be open with you. You're going to have to you're going to have to deal with that. All right. If you don't, it will cause a rift in the relationship, which will cause problems, which could end up in divorce. You know, mm-hmm. uh, because of that that distance. That would would grow in the in the relationships. Okay, okay so, so, so go ahead. So, so so Darren, here's how it goes. Yeah. My wife will come to me and say, "Hey, honey, by the way, how many people have you slept with?" Okay. I don't know, about thirty five, forty. What's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're. I mean, now, I mean, now, really. Go ahead. I'm just saying, re- realistically, for us as men, it's not. Socially, a bad thing. You know, I mean, she probably wouldn't be surprised if that's the number. But when you yeah, but how many men actually and think of how many women they We got to guess. Say what? But we'll guess. We'll guess we might be within ten if we guess. I could probably guess within. I probably couldn't guess within ten. I probably could guess within ten. You see what I'm saying? But for me, as a man, and just like us on the call, it's been. We've been egged on to get as much as we can get. But women, it's but, but we we life. done classed our. But you done class yourself, T Hawk. You said, hey, wait a minute. You know, we gonna call her something different if she slept with forty guys. But if sure. we done slept with forty women, it's like, oh man, that was just a thing in my past. You know, when I was wilding and and I was in the when I was in the world, you know, I did my thing. So don't hold that against me. But when she tell you. Forty dudes. It's like, wait a minute, now you 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 ain't say no to nobody. What's going on? Yeah, but but you're right. But I didn't make it up. That's right. But that's with tonight. It is the standard. Call. Even though it's a double it's standard, a standard, it is the standard. It's a double standard. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't make it up. <laughs> so, I, 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 you guys, you guys are not being right. That's not fair. No, Life it's never been fair. With it. <laughs> Relish. It. That's the way it is. It's never been fair, Darren. It's never been fair. If a woman has sex with more than five, six guys, she's, she's considered a whore. And, and if a man has sex with more than five women, then he's considered a player. Right. A player, a gigolo. It is he, getting da- he, getting, he getting dapped out. Right. He getting dapped out. <laughs> That's and and your point stuff. is what? <laughs> well, it, 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 uh, the point is we will put we will put... We would put limitations on them, and, and we would tell them, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm choosing not to be with you because you was with all these guys. I mean, I, I was with a, a, a when I was in the military. Um, this guy had would go overseas, and the, the thing is, what happens overseas stays overseas. And we would sleep, or he would sleep along with us, some of our, our other buddies. 
with a lot of women, Argentinians and, you know, Uruguayans and all these other people, Puerto Ricans, Rio. Oh, my God. Have fun. Have a ball. But I'm married. But what happens overseas stays overseas. He gets back home, find out his wife sleeps with somebody, and he goes nuts. Mm-hmm. Now, I know his history with him being over here, but, you know, I believe it. Hey, what goes around comes around. So he found out that she slept with one dude, and he lost his mind. <laughs> well, so let me say this: I, I'm I'm not concerned about numbers prior to me getting with her. I don't need to be. I don't need to know all that. I don't need to, Thank to you. be involved. How many different guys? How many different ways? All of that all stuff. I don't need to know. However, numbers certainly matter when you marry. I don't get it. What do you, what do you mean? Well, you're telling a story. I'm hearing a story about someone cheating. Uh, someone cheating. Uh, he's cheating on his wife. Wife cheating on him. Well, when mm. we marry, there should only be one person that you're with. Right. Oh, yeah, that's understood. That's, that's um, well, but I'm saying that, that's a different scenario that you just that you just brought in. Numbers prior to don't care about numbers while you're don't in. Care about. Is what you don't care about. Well, why would he? Well, okay, his numbers his numbers was a lot greater than hers. I mean, he. We went to every port. It was like go to the local uh, <laughs> place and, and get it in, and, and that was just uh, a, a, a tradition, you know. We, especially if we cross the equator. Oh my God, it's a, it's a problem. But when you come back home, it was like you never cheated. And then if she cheated on you, it was like, whoa, whoa, hold on, man, call the five star alarm over right here, you know? Call the fire department. Nah, we get divorced. Any, Can I any ask number you a quick one? I got. I got. I want to throw a monkey wrench in. I want to ask a quick question. I mean, does re- numbers really matter in the bedroom, or is it just that uh, you you got question about the experience? Well, no. With the, well, when, and so you're concerned about how many partners your first, you know, has had. When we first when we first started this conversation, uh, the question was. Uh, does it matter? And it was pretty much, yes, it did, if she said a certain number and if it was a terribly high number. But so this question comes from, okay, well, why does it matter if she did 40 guys and you didn't do 40 girls? If you did 40 girls, then, you know, that's where this question is coming from now. It's it's, it's predicated yeah, like off of earlier Yeah, yeah, but, but like the gentleman said, once you're married, it shouldn't matter. Yeah, but see, we really don't want to know the answer to that question. Who cares about the number? Because until right. something happens, who cares? Well, they you apparently do care because if I ask you the same question, what would you say? Okay, well, what if your wife say, okay, before I, you know, it's 40 guys. I slept with 40 guys before I was saved. Are you going to say, oh, okay, well, that's fine? Hey, you if my wife tells me that. I mean, when yeah. you got married, you know, you when you were married, you weren't saved. Right? So it wouldn't matter. matter. Somebody, it, it wouldn't matter to you. It, well, I mean, because some guys it matter to, but Carol, you said it doesn't matter to you, right? Yeah, I mean, the past is the past. I mean, hey, okay, it is what it is. That's now. It. Now, exactly. You married now. I mean, it could have been a deal breaker prior to. I'm in now, and this is what you say your number was. First of all, I'm not asking, and if she comes and tells me, then there's probably a bigger question or, or something else going on. But if she comes in and just tells me that she's with, been with 40 guys prior to me before we got married, it is what it is. Okay. Yeah. But we yeah. were talking about five days before the actual wedding ceremony, and she came yeah, out and it, said, you know. 
And you're saying you're saying that y'all that could be a deal breaker. You saying? I'm saying it could be for somebody depending on your relationship. Yeah, it could be. Sure. I think anyone be lying to say that that absolutely could not be a deal breaker. It depends on that relationship. It could sure could be a deal breaker. Okay. Can I say something? Can I say something? Yeah. Go ahead, right. I want to go back to the family reunion. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we're talking about deal breakers, what if what if it wasn't a quote unquote play cousin, but it was an uncle that she disclosed that molested her, and she didn't tell you until after you you're married. You know, then what? Well, that what you're saying. You? Wait, wait a minute. So you're saying that the the uncle she's in love with the uncle? No, no I'm not in love. What I'm saying is that you 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 see the uncle at the family reunion. You dap him up. You play some cards. You might play some golf, shoot some hoops, shoot some pool, and then you come to find out, you know, y'all at the family reunion, and she's like, "Oh, by the way, uh, Uncle Johnny touched me when I, you know, or, or Uncle Johnny did this to me." You know. Well, that's something that you can't help. That's that's something that when she was too young to fight off or. It was kind of like the norm, or it shouldn't have been, but in the in that in that place, it was a normality. And then that's just something that happened that she couldn't help. I'm talking about something that she could have helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, she it, was it, involved in. Right. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, but that's so that, you're talking that about being in, in love with the uncle. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about the situation I gave in earlier. She was in love with the dude. Right. She voluntarily gave herself to him, her virginity up to him, and 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 all the things that they were going through that she loved about him, all of those emotions came up every time she saw him and that's how the guy caught the expression on her face when she looked at that particular dude or greeting everybody and she would avoid greeting him. Yeah, but what I'm talking about is everything is not voluntary. What about the involuntary stuff? As in my example. Well, you don't, you well, can't divorce your wife because that you got to, you got, you know, things happen. That wouldn't be a deal breaker at all because that's like, wow, that's. I mean, I'm not gonna. How do you want me to act towards this uncle? I mean, what do you guys think? I, I mean, I would think that I'm not gonna. I, if you want me to stop going around and stop dapping him up, I'm not gonna invite him over. You know, uh, things would change definitely, but it wouldn't change between her and I. It would just bring us closer, if anything. Man, I probably um, kill that dude, man. I couldn't. Yeah, see that, that sounds like a textbook answer. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I couldn't see that dude no more, man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I, um, I'm gonna try to answer your question, Rodney. And uh, the best thing that I can say is, consider yourself blessed when she confides that information in you as her husband. Right, because because that's not something that women are comfortable talking about. Right, and you have to be mature enough for her to think that you can handle it in the first place. You see what I'm saying? So if they if she comes and says, "Okay, well, you know that dude over there, the one playing spades, he molested me as a child." You see what I'm saying? That's privileged information. I think in a situation like that, because most husbands can't handle it. They'd be like, ah, man, you know, just start to judge her or whatever the case may be. So she's got to be comfortable to share that with you. So if she's that comfortable with you, then you got to be a man about it and say, okay, honey, we can handle this. We'll we'll get through this together. What would you like me to do? Yada, 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 yada. Gotcha. Good words. Yeah. Okay. 
So now we move. Anybody got anything else? We're going to move on from here. It's up to you, host. Okay. We're moving on. First time ever on Household Stress, Married Men Don't Talk Show. We got a monkey branch number three. And this monkey ranch is brought to you by my man Tony Hawk's, uh, Hawkins' book, uh, Married Men Don't Talk. Can you download it on your Android phone or pull it up on Google? This question says, is there anyone on this call who have gotten married and knew that they had a problem with impotence or came up short in the girth or the length of their manhood and kept it from their wives? Remember, your problem is not serious to you but could be serious to her. Is why you chose to keep it from her. We had a question. This this question came from a guy who who was on last week, and he kind of actually alluded around this question, and I told him that we would bring it up into this conversation tonight. And, you know, women are bold nowadays, and they would tell us, you know, hey, uh, you know, no wonder you wanted to save your virginity until we got married. (laughs) No wonder you wouldn't let me touch you. No wonder you didn't want to make love to me before this, because you didn't want me to see you know what was going on? Wow! So if, yeah, is, yeah. Is, is this a problem huh? in our community where we're like my man Mike said he got married at 38? I'm not saying that you're the person that had this problem, but when we get older, you know something could have happened to us, or or you know a lot of people exercise and they bite ride and that could cause a problem, and you know low sperm counts and you know all that other stuff, erectile dysfunction, all these other problems that we have. So are we going to be honest with this woman and tell her before we were, you know, married to him that were we completely honest with him in that fashion? I like how you uh, how you flipped it around now because now it's back on us. Right. And um, um, I always say be happy if you get invited back. And uh, in a situation like that, nine times out of ten, hopefully you have already hit it. Now, I mean, I know some people held out, and I got that. But if you got invited back after doing the do with her, now it's on her. It ain't on you. That's it. I agree. I agree. But at the same time, what if she was to say, you know, we're in love, and I just have to have you as sometime burning desires overtake what we really want to do, and that's wait for our, you know, our wedding date. And 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 she tells you, you know, I don't think this going to work out. And we, we had a call like this. I want to say we had a call on at one time where uh, and it got a, a little larger and. Uh, Came out that the main reason was, you know, penis size. That being mm-hmm. said, it was, uh, you know, he shut down. He just said, he, he didn't even get in the room anymore. So he didn't what? Are you on the Bluetooth? Be a big Are you on the Bluetooth? Bluetooth. Are you on the Bluetooth? Because you, you, you echo it. No. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. I'm not on my so. Okay. But yeah, I was saying that um, you know sometimes men are are probably worse than women when it comes to when you hit them at this spot. Right, that's a serious spot and, right there, bro. Yeah, 
Yeah. So and, and if that happened after the marriage, he can he can really break down because now he he feels that he can never satisfy his wife. Right. But if he knows like Tom, if he's invited back, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because cause now you already know what you got, you already know who you married, you already know. And if 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 you go on with it, don't talk about it later on. Huh. Well, I mean, a lot, at first, you know, women don't really say nothing about it at first because they, especially if they came from a different type of relationship and they just want a man to treat them right, okay? So... They coming from, okay, yeah, I done had Mandingos, but they just was fighting me all the time, and they cheated on me all the time. It didn't work, and all of these problems was going on with this guy, so I just want somebody to treat me right. I don't even care if he can do the do. Anybody can do the do. So that's her mind frame going in, okay? But when she finds this guy, it might not be a problem because she's just satisfied that he's opening the door for her. But now all of a sudden, two years in, you know, I'm tired of him going flat on me. You know, I'm tired of him doing this thing or that thing, you know. So now it's becoming a problem after all the, the glamour and all that stuff is over with. You know, now it's becoming a heavy problem and an issue. So, you know, that's when it takes a turn for the worse, when she wasn't honest with him in the first place that he was just not, you know, <laughs> meeting up to her standards. Mm-hmm. That's a hurtful thing because you're now you're telling us about the like the guy said last week, man. That that attacks her pride. That attacks the man's pride. I mean, at the end of the day, if all else fails, that's all we got. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, but, pride. But, but yeah, but that goes along with knowing. That goes along with doing your homework prior to the marriage and kind of knowing the person that you're marrying and how shallow they can be. And whether that whether is a that big is issue, a or not. issue or not, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I mean, um, you don't know at all, obviously, because you you're dealing with the representative for a little bit. But you know, at some point, she's got to be willing to say, "Look, you know, we got to find a way to um, to work through this." Can we go see a doctor? What can we do? I mean, I think I've seen commercials about extends. Well, people go get an extension or whatever. I mean, something, Viagra, whatever. There's things that you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, other than her just rolling out on you. It's just like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't have an answer. I'm just trying to empathize. Well, I don't think a lot of men want to own up to that one because they like, man, I don't want nobody to think it's me. <laughs> but the dude last week, he really didn't care because he, I, I guess he... He, this was an issue for him, and he really wanted to talk about it. And I was hoping he yeah, would call. I don't think he was talking about uh, uh, anything physical with with him. I could be wrong. I know you heard something different. I thought it was about um, him being confident in the bedroom. When you say confidence, what does that mean? Well, I mean, again, I'm just hearing what he said, but uh, you know, there's times where you can you cannot be confident in your own bedroom because. And what now, times are that? What times is that? I don't know. I, I don't know what the brother was talking about, but that's what he said. He said, you know, he he doesn't have this confidence anymore in in the bedroom. Well, the only thing I can think when I hear confident is uh, 
Hey, P-Town, you got your phone on mute, man? Or Yeah, I'm, I'm on mute. Okay. Um, the only thing I can be talking about, what I can think when he says uh, confidence is, uh, you know, hey, this thing ain't working right. I'm always on flat tire. You know, I, I don't want to, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't. I don't well, feel confident. It comes down to organize. It comes down. You can't satisfy your wife. You can't. Yeah. yeah. You don't forget how to do it. You don't forget how to do it. it, it you I mean, forgot you how to satisfy your wife. Sure. Sure. You can have the tools all day long, but whatever you're doing ain't working. You know, when you go into the well, she's like, "Nah, I'm tired. I got to head I will hurry up and get over. I got to get up in the morning." I mean, come on now. Are you. I mean, that'll shoot you down. Well, I asked that question on my uh, on my uh, my book page today. You know, um, the the sex if you know what if I love my wife but the sex ain't satisfying me anymore. You know, um, and there's a lot of responses to that, and those responses wrapped around, you know, let's do something different. But if a person is not interested, maybe they found some kind of outside interest, being it the the female or the male. I mean, we had a call not too long ago where a woman, her husband wasn't interested in having sex with her because of his weight problem. Now, if you got weight problems, she even said that, you know, I can't see it no more, you know. He can't see it no more, you know. Uh, and and that could be a problem uh, based on weight or whatever, and that can be a loss of confidence that, that a man has in himself, his, his weight. Sure. You know, um, but how do you fix that? I mean, outside of losing weight, because you know that ain't gonna happen overnight. But um, but for a, a man to have to go through that, other issues gonna automatically spiral out of control because you can't even fix the problem when you're mad with your wife. A lot of times, I mean, being honest, that helps our situation. You know, and and I I can't tell you if it wasn't for that, you know, we'll still be arguing. <laughs> you know. Because sometimes that kind of kills anything or bacteria that was floating around that was bad in the air before we actually, you know, uh, um, while we was angry with each other. And then when we made, you know, when we made up, you know, I, I had to come to the table, you know, to, to really make up. And it's like, okay, well, I'm sorry, too. <laughs> you know, I ain't going to never do that again. Or maybe I will just to, just so this can happen. You know, because sometimes that's the argument in there. You know what I mean? It, it ends arguments. But if you don't have that tool or don't don't know how to satisfy to end arguments, if that's what you're going to use it for, then, you know, you can run into other problems, and that can create other problems. Sure, sure. So what happens when this, the, 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 the sex and the marriage just gets boring? It's no longer exciting. It's missionary, and it only happens in the bedroom. You're not doing it nowhere else in the house. It's just boring, you know, a routine. What happened? The tools are still there, right? Even even with the weight thing. I mean, you could be, you know, Mandinko to the fifth power and still be boring. Yeah, yeah. The weight could, the weight be, a could be a problem. She can be like, listen, be like, we got to try something else because you just, you just, I, I, I be with you on top, you know. I don't know if that's the fix, though, but, you know, and I was just, I was hoping that brother would be on the line so he can really elaborate on um, what he what he meant by what he was saying to us. So, 
But uh, yeah. but I told him I would address it this week, and I did, and he's not on, so hopefully he can come in at open mic when 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 we all off, because maybe he don't want to be recorded, and I can't say that I blame him. All right, so yeah, we're going to go. Again, go. Go ahead. Yeah, but again, 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 it may be, it may not just be him. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? I mean, mean, meaning meaning that, that, that the, it's not bored just because of him. It could be bored because of her. No, no, meaning it may not just be a that guy issue. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Because a lot of times we get into a situation where we get bored. Because if not, we wouldn't complain as much as we do about the set. Well, well I mean, when I do mean, we get bored? A lot of men get bored because of just uh, routine. It's routine. We go through the same routine, you know. And with the and, and with the same routine with the same person. Don't leave that out. It's now it's the same okay. person. There's no variety. It's the same one. Well, so so you saying that in that case, then all marriages are doomed because we're going to be with her for the rest of our life. Then, you know, it's no variety. We already know that going in. Mm-hmm. So what are you saying? I mean, are you saying that? Well, let's try the kitchen counter sometime. Let's get it. Let's get you know put on some lingerie. Let's do some role playing. Let's let's do this. I mean, because that's your that's your you got to really use your imagination as a husband if your wife said we're bored or if you're bored. Let's bring some excitement yep. to the bedroom by doing yep. certain things. And a I lot of men ain't not really doing that. Sure, and but it takes two people. And we had we had a show called. Um, Maintenance, where it's just like a car, you got to change the oil 3,000 miles. You don't get rid of the car. You just the oil, so it continues to run the performance. You want to do it, you know. Um, you got to change the filters in your house so you can clean it. You still got to do that same and that same upgrade with your wife. Okay, so share with us some of the things that we can do to keep that excitement in the bedroom. Well, you can switch Instead of being on the bed all the time, go on the floor or, or you know, start just in the bedroom or, or send your wife during the day. You know, but mm-hmm. if you just get in the bedroom at 11 o'clock, all right, we 30 minutes in, then I'm going to sleep. That gets boring. Well, one thing I – go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean, he, he he's exactly right, man. I mean, it's like – I think that when we're dating and we're sexual, there's it's no new. limits. It's new. There's no limits. It's just like someone said earlier. I think it was Mike. Everybody's on their best behavior. So you're on your best behavior sexually too. You're doing things that you know is going to get you to that to that to that point of marriage, maybe if that if that's the end goal. You see what I'm saying? So so. But when we get married. Life happens, Life happens, and now and sex now has to be scheduled. You got to fit it in, and when you're fitting it in, it's not going to always be spontaneous. It's not going to always be exotic and something that you got on your mind all day. Well, you may have it on your mind all day, but again, it may not be the way it was. Okay. And then after a while, she may view it, or you may view it as a chore. That's right. That's right. Like I got to go, got to get these kids ready. I got to wash these dishes. I got to put a load of clothes in. I got to get my clothes ready for tomorrow. 
You know what I mean? I gotta hurry up and get in bed because I got 30 minutes and we gotta have sex. I gotta get up in the morning, catch that bus. You know what I mean? It just goes into the routine of everything that we do within a day. Mm. Well, one thing about it, I, what I've learned uh, to keep variety going, the only thing, and I'm not gonna just say my wife, I believe this is all women. Foreplay goes throughout the day. Meaning you writing I love you letters and letting her find it in the cereal box if you knew she's going to be, you know, uh, eating cereal that morning or uh, putting a letter, uh, you know, or bringing her coffee and, and, and rubbing her feet throughout the day and there ain't nothing going on. Bringing her a gift like a, a thing of roses during the day and uh, sporadically tell her you love her. And I, I believe that that foreplay you won't have any problems, not unless you're just tired, but just taking the kids. I like my man Rodney. He talks to me about his routine with his kids. Now, you know, that's a norm for him, but to a lot of us, you know, that's, that's you know, that's taking something off of our wives' plate uh, when we take the kids and, and do all the things with them and give the wife a break. You know, uh, my wife's outlet is taking her fishing. I take her fishing and some worms and some and, and, a, and a Pepsi, you know, she's she uh, she's mine for the rest of the night. You know, mm-hmm. um, well, have, and that's see, what, that's have you what been I think. And while the fishing rod is in the water, you want to hit. Right. And you got quickie in there. That, that's spontaneous. <laughs> well, you're fishing you in a public place, not unless you got your own private lake. But that's it. Yeah, yeah, but, but 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 again, again, it all depends on who you're married to. Because some right. some of us. Some of us buy flowers and cards, all that nice, glittery stuff, and then go to bed, and here's that one-two position. Okay, good night. Right. And some of us don't buy nothing and blow the back out. And it is what it is. Right. You see? So, so I mean, you got to know... Who you married to? And I think that may be the difference when somebody says they they don't feel confident in their bedroom because they forgot who they married to. They flipped the script. You said just because she's the mother of your kids and she's your wife don't mean you can't treat her like a freak in the bedroom. Because nine times out of ten, that's what they want anyway. You mean? I mean, go ahead and slap that thing one time and see what happens. Right. You might get surprised. You know what I'm saying? We put them up on a pedestal so high, man, that sometimes we can't bring them down just to satisfy. Man, my brother, amen. That's awesome. Okay. Well, we're going to go into our next question if nobody got anything else on that subject. And for the first time on HouseholdStress.com, we got a monkey ranch number three. And this monkey ranch is brought to you by... The upcoming conference in November, uh, the Heroes Conference, to help everyone overcome, um, help everyone responsibly overcome. We have it in the Bolger Center in this November. It's going to be coming on the website soon. What's going on? So, hello? Go ahead. Yeah, okay. So uh, this monkey ranch says, many women have have a past that they are ashamed of. Some women prostituted for money in order to feed their children. 
had multiple sex partners due to being molested as a child or became strippers because they do not or they did not have a father figure in their home to teach them what they should be looking for in a man. Thanks to the favor and the grace of God that they are able to repent from their past sins and be reborn again. But what if your wife had one of these past of the past of the women listed? Would you be able to go into your marriage and see her as God sees her? Or would your flesh and pride lock your mind to her past life? It's a long month here, buddy. That's a big one right there. P-Town, you got a lot of static, bro. I'm on mute. Oh, okay. Then we get a do-over on that one, man. Okay, I'll ask it again. Many women have a past that they are may, they may be ashamed of. Some women prostituted for money in order to feed their children, had multiple sex partners due to being molested as a young child, or became strippers because they did not have a father figure in the home to teach them what they should be looking for in a man. Thanks to the favor and the grace of God that they have they are able to repent from their past sins and be reborn again. But what if your wife had one of these pasts of one of these women? What would what I mean, would you be able to go into your marriage and see her as God sees her, or would your flesh and pride lock your mind to her past life? I think it depends on where you're at. I agree. I think it depends on your maturity level because if you ask me this at like 22, 23, it'll be very different, you know, being, you know, 45. So, you know, it really it depends on your maturity level, um, your walk, you know, um, how you feel about this particular person. Um, again, you know, we all have past. And you know, just it's just it's just where you are as a man, and when it comes to the kind of relationship, and sometimes you got to say, you know, is this relationship can this is this relationship strong enough to endure something like that? So you know, that's you know, I, I think it's based on where you are and whether relationship can 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 deal with that because you know, women know if you look at them a certain way versus the way, the way that, that they're expecting you to respond or the, the, the way they're looking to you respond because a lot of the times it's because, like you said, the father wasn't there. They didn't have that consistent, positive, godly, role model that women look at their perspective husbands to be as well. And again, like someone said earlier, you should feel fortunate that they can even share something like that with you because that's probably something that they haven't shared before. Uh, and if they did, it probably pretty much ended whatever was going to happen because the person wasn't mature enough to either deal with it, comprehend it, or even not even speak to it. So it just depends on where that particular man is. Okay. Yeah, good words. Well, the problem is, you know, that's really easier said than done. And the reason why I say that is because um, – uh, th- this question came from a brother who had who had accepted um, what what happened in his wife's past 
and in her past, you know, she had she would prostitute for a couple of years or whatever, and um, and she was doing it, you know, through whatever services. But what happened was years later, um, one of her main clients she ran into, or they ran into him, and he didn't know that these was two different individuals. He didn't know that hey, that used to be the woman I used to call, and. But you know, when you get in your mind that hey, I'm a married man, I'm a changed man, I'm a I'm a Christian man, and she's in her mind, I'm a Christian woman that that was my past and this and that, and then you run into this person at any at an event, you know, um, and, and he ran into her at a at a, a something they was having in North Carolina, and she saw him, he saw her, and he was like, hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, don't I know you from somewhere? And then she, she's like, uh, no. And then and it clicked to her. She's like, oh yeah. And he's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, nice seeing you. And it was a it was an awkward moment for the two. And 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 he kind of all of that stuff that he said that he would forgive his wife for. That kind of triggered things and took him back a couple of years. And uh, and then he was readdressing, well, who else and where else and now I can't go anywhere. So he was kind of he kind of had his hands tied. So um, and I didn't know what to tell that brother. I really didn't know what. To, I'm like, hey, you shouldn't have married. <laughs> I didn't know what to tell him. I didn't want to tell him that because, you know, that was an awkward situation, and I don't know what I would do in that situation. Yeah, but so that can happen. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. No, just hopefully he's on the call tonight so we can help him because I told him to call, you know, so. Yeah, but, but you know, I mean, situations like that, you mean every now and then your past is going to show up. You know what I mean? But, uh, again, just like the brother was saying earlier, it's, it's all about where you're at. If you don't have anything to hide, okay, yeah, this is, this is that's who that was, and now let's move on. And like I said before, I don't. It's it's not that easy for people that that are in the pits. You know they're in it, and they're like they have to live with it every day. And you know, and I don't I don't believe it would it would be that easy. It's easier said than done. Can I say something? Go ahead, Rodney. I want to ask uh, Brother T Hawk a question. Getting back on topic. Um. If you what what is it that you wish you had known now, well you had known then that you know now about household stress? Then five years being, in, yeah, then being five years ago, um, or thereabout. What what is it that you wish you would have known then that you know tonight? Ah, oh, man, I, I don't know. I'm glad. I'm kind of glad that I know what I know now. I don't wish that I knew it then because it's been a great journey. You know what I'm saying? It's been something where, you know, I enjoyed every moment of it. And had I known it then, maybe I would have been like, now nah, we don't need to do this. I already got the answer to it. <laughs> Why, you know, 
Well, why keep going? That's why today I know what I know now about how folks just right, but we don't know where it's going. So we got to ride it out. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good words. You know, you know. And that's just like a marriage. Go ahead, Rodney. Yeah, and the same question to you, Mr. Host, for the evening, uh, the NC for the night. What, what would you say if you had known last week what you were, you know about hosting or moderating or what? What, 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 what would you have wished you have known then that you know tonight? Well, because I wish I, I would have known. Yeah, I think you said something, and why I say that is because you mentioned a couple of times, two separate occasions, where you were hoping the guy called in. Mm-hmm. The guy mm-hmm. in you, were, you were hoping that he called in. Another guy you just mentioned, I was hoping he was on here. Right. But we, you know, I, me and Tony could have probably told you they wasn't going to come back. <laughs> no I mean, doubt. You know, I mean, really, right, T. Hall? I mean, really. No doubt. If you had mentioned I'm that, like, to don't us, be waiting. Like, don't wait up. No, and don't, and, and definitely do not plan your 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 your, your material around somebody that told you they were going to show up. Because yeah. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get disappointed every almost every time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it was it was a good uh, scenario. They were both good scenarios because it just didn't only happen to them. It happens to a lot of people. I mean, yes. let's just face it. Everybody in church now do not have clean backgrounds. And, you know, sometimes we judge them based off of their past, even though they are Christian today. So, yeah. um so you can meet a lot of women in church that look squeaky clean, but um, but if we want to con- totally consider what they were looking like in their past or what they were like in their past before they came to Christ, uh, what would we do? And that would that's a huge, huge question. You know, the, the church is full of liars, prostitutes, yeah. Yeah. pimps, drug users, all of the above. That's where they come to get fixed mm-hmm. or healed. You know, yeah, we so we're going to run up on these people, and uh, and unfortunately, it's going to be in our mature state when we're ready to come to Christ, and we're ready to leave our world or our past behind, and then we meet up here, but in a different light. But when they tell us yeah. about their past, it kind of reflects back, our flesh kind of reflects back to, oh, I, did, I don't want to be with this one, because she is and not she was. Yeah, yeah we all yeah. got that and, long. And, yeah, and and I I could care less about a person's past, especially if I meet you and now you are you you on the right path. Because I'd like to say that I'm trying to be on the right path, and I'm a, you know I may fall short. You know, I mean it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm looking for now is that person that that seems to be on the right path, and then. On Sunday, we all praising, and then on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, you talking about, hey, let's get together and go down to the strip club and get twisted. That's 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 what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the person that you know. I'm looking at you, and you telling me me you on the same level, but yet you still trying to drag me back to some place that I refuse to go. So it's not about where you've been; it's about where you at now in your walk. 
And certain people are, are, are still young in it, and, they, and, and, and it's a struggle that they're going through. But you got to make up your mind whether you want to go through that struggle with them or without them. Good well, and, 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 that's, and, you, and that's a very good point, and that brings me to my last question. And this might take a while because I, it's, it's addressed to each one of the callers on the phone or the chatters. Um, I would like to know, and we have to be, you don't have to be completely honest with us, but be completely honest with yourself, but we would like to hear your answers. Uh, what about your spouse that if you wish you knew, if you wish you knew something, it would change the result of you being in your current relationship with her? And you, if you want to, T Hawk, you can answer. So you can start. You can start first, and then we'll move on to Rodney and and, uh, and Patrice, and so you on. And, uh, repeat the question again, Ms. Hope. Yes. Yeah. Repeat it one more time. What do you know now about your current situation in your relationship with your wife that you wish you would have known that would have probably altered your decision to be with her or marry her? Um. That's a good question. There's some things. Um, there's nothing major that I would change. There's nothing major that I wish that I've known uh, prior to. I think. Um, you know, we have we have average issues, couple issues, nothing which is really crazy. Um, I knew that. One of the things of the that things really, really, I wish I could change is her independence. I mean, it was a great thing in the beginning. You know, you see a woman that's extremely independent. She doesn't need nothing. Don't need nobody. Um, but then that can come back and bite you in a marital situation. Why you say that? Um, and I, in what way? Well, I mean, be, be, because the whole submission piece becomes an issue. You so it's harder for her to submit when she was independent before. Yeah, most most independent women have an issue with with submission. Okay. Period. I mean, it is what it is. Um, and I get it. I get it. You know, I, I understand it. Um, and not saying that she does have an issue. Well, obviously there is something there, but not huge. But if I could, if I could put my finger on something, I wish that I didn't know that the independence was so 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 strong. But again, but again, I knew it going, knew in, going in, so, so there's not a whole lot I can say about it. But that's that's for 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 not having an answer for your question. That's that's what I have to give you. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, Mike, you on the phone still? All right, yeah, Andrew. Andrew. Oh, Mike. Yeah, I can hear you, Mike. Go ahead. Okay, I thought I was on mute. Mm-mm. Um. I feel like you know we're 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 evolving, we're changing, you know, from um, you know different levels of you know one understanding and getting to know each other and things of that nature, you know, find different things, so on and so forth. But as far as the characteristics of who my wife um, was prior to us getting married and who she is now, she's still that same person. I mean, you know, I haven't, you know, if I look at her as a person and say, 
you know, did something change drastically in her personality, um, you know, since we've been married that I didn't know before, I just say definitively, you know, nothing. Um, like the, uh, the brother uh, stated before me, outside of the normal, you know, stresses, time, they, you know, you know, we have to work harder at putting time together for ourselves. We have to remember, yeah, we're mom and dad, but we're also husband and wife, and you know, we we we, we constantly are, you know, trying to do things to remember our time and the importance of us kind of being able to be mom and dad, whether it be date night, whether it be you know, mom and dad are going over here for you know, a day or two and, you know, making arrangements for the kids and so on and so forth. But, um, you know, and as you were asking the question, you know, trying to find something that I really don't have anything, um, you know, just in reference to, you know, had I known something, you know, had I known this, would it have changed um, our relationship, uh, our uh, marriage? I, I can't say that there is something. So, Okay. All right. Good. Rodney? Yeah, I, I'll agree with Mike um, because your question was, would it have altered uh, anything? And, right. Uh, I don't have any regrets. Um, hmm. And I think like T-Hawk says, that, you know, going in, you're not going to know everything anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be some stuff that comes out that you find out that, of course, may raise an eyebrow, but... You know, thus far, 14 years later, there's nothing that I can recall um, that immediately comes to mind that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, I would have made a different decision based on that revelation right there. Um, so, I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's nothing. You know, I, like T-Hawk said again, I knew some stuff going in. And, um, you know, they say one thing about your faults is that both parties have to realize that the faults are only going to get worse, you know, in, in, in your marriage. And whether it be you leave your dirty socks on the floor or whatever it is, um, they're only going to get worse and they're going to be magnified in the marriage. So, you know, literally, you have to know going in and say, okay, can I can I tolerate this getting worse? And if you make the decision at that point before you say I do that, yeah, I can tolerate you know, this being magnified and right up in my face, and I know it bothers me, but I can handle it. Then it's all good. Mm. You know, when it's the new stuff that comes out of the woodworks, you know, that's when you weren't basically really prepared to deal with that. But some stuff you know going in. So, I mean, other than that, you know, I say that I haven't had that, that that moment that you talked about in the beginning where that, that bombshell just dropped on you like, whoa. Right, right. So that's just me. That's my answer. Okay, all right. Patrice, you still on, buddy? Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm, I would tell you right now that I wouldn't change a thing because if I did something different, I don't know where I'd be right now. I don't know if I would be saved. The, the way we, we met, the way we we courted, we grew together, I don't know what else. I, I can't say that I will be at the same place right now with a different wife. Not a different wife. I mean, not a different wife, just with the same woman. 
you know, did, same woman. Did, I, yeah, that's what okay. I mean. It, okay. That's exactly what I mean. I'm saying, um, same woman. I wouldn't regret anything because I wouldn't be with right now. If I could change, mm. it, it would probably be me. Because you know, I would I would be differently in the relationship, but nothing that she would have done. Because she already did anything um, which was action off what I had done. Right. Right. So, so it would be a change and not her. And okay. She, you know, God made it what it is. Now, now, through all the pain and struggle, we grew together. We're supposed to be at right now. Mm. And we already know we're going to be more challenges in the future. So we have already prepared for when those challenges, you know, hopefully we can have. Okay. Awesome. Okay. All right, Andrew, you still on the line? All right, anybody else on the line? Because I feel like, you know, I've uh I don't think uh, I think a lot, a lot of us are playing it safe now. Some of us aren't, but some of us are cuz I'm a, I'm able to be open book and say, look, you know, if, if this hadn't happened, if you know, I'd I'd not tell everybody or anybody, not everybody, but I'll tell anybody, you know, the truth be told. If I would have known that I would have had to 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 raise other people's kids, and if I would have known that was one of, one of your factors in in being in this relationship, I probably would have reevaluated the whole situation and say, you know, well, we gonna hold off until you make a different decision. And some people think that's wrong of me, but you know, I just that's just something I wish not to do. It's just like saying, hey, I wish not to uh, have more kids, or I wish not to uh, contract any diseases from you, or I wish not to, you know, um, continue to go clubbing in the strip clubs, and I wish you we can be, you know, be have a monogamous relationship. So it's just like that with me, you know. Um, but and I am not saying it would have been a deal breaker, but it would have definitely uh, impacted the the date of our our marriage until you know until I figured out something different or she figured out something different <laughs> you know because it's it's very it's very challenging to to have something you know to know what you what you know now and and walking into it and its challenges come with those decisions that you made because it wasn't in the in the plans in the beginning it wasn't writing on the wall so but. But I'm glad that I'm over that. I'm glad that God has helped me get past through that point. That I and I love Him, and, and you know, I just didn't want to be a father at at the age that I am again because my kids are almost out the house. But um, but I'm glad that you know God worked with us, and, and He worked with uh, her, and, and and spoke to me, and, and told us to uh, to take this responsibility because it was going to be a death if if it wasn't, you know. So, but. Um, but that that's that's awesome. It, this was a uplifting show for me, and um, and hopefully it was an uplifting show for you guys. And um, and I and I pray that every call and every listener and uh, and every chatter, you know, we're gonna go into this part about open mic where we're gonna start on, the recording. I got one okay, more. I'm sorry. Do, I'm sorry. Do we have anything else? Yeah, I got one more. Um, okay. Final monkey wrench of the evening, fellas. Um, what if I if I ask your wife? The lady, the, the lovely lady of your life, your, your honey bunch. If she knew then, would she know?
knows now, what's the one thing that you know she would say? What is it? How would she respond to that question? If if she knew then about you, what she knows now, what what would her response be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I doesn't ask for you. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you either, man. Well, you in the next few days ask her and see what kind of result. I'm gonna I'm ask my wife. You know, if it's, I'd rather not I'd know. Rather not know. <laughs> <laughs> well, one one thing I, I believe that my wife's answer would be is um, uh, she always talked to me about. Um, I wasn't this boisterous when I was dating her because I was trying to play the quiet, shy role just so I can get her. That's what she always say. But now, um, if I have something on my my mind, I'll tell her, and if it hurts her feelings, I'm not trying to hurt her feelings. I'm just telling her what's on my mind so we can keep a communication dialogue going because I love to communicate with her, but all the communication that we have, uh, she's not receiving of it um, in the way I want her to receive it. I mean well by telling her what's in my heart, but she's not receiving it as it's coming from my heart. She's receiving it as I'm trying to hurt her feelings. And uh, and I think that she think that I uh, she she would feel that if I could be a little bit more tactful when I talk to her, when I talk to other individuals, you know, not trying to um, throw rocks or bricks at them. You know, but she feels like they're boulders that I'm dropping on them when I tell them certain things, and that's really not my intention. My intention is just to tell the truth. And uh, and she says sometimes it's not, not good to tell the truth in that fashion. Good words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good words. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. delivery. Is that what we're talking about? Delivery, delivery. Yeah, to to her. But I, I really feel that if I wasn't if I wasn't that to her, I would make the same mistake as I did in my first marriage. Now maybe I'm going a little hard, and maybe I shouldn't do it that way. But it's either black or white with me. Either I'm going to say it, or I'm not going to say it. And I don't know how to sugarcoat, so I got to find some kind of filter. Um, between what's in my head to say, and by the time it comes out of my mouth, it has to be a little bit more kinder uh, when it hits her ears and her heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I want to go back to your other to your other um, when you were talking about in the beginning the things that you wish that you knew before you got married that you know now. And there's a chatter that asked the question, uh, were you not aware that she had children before you you married her? Just want to tell yeah, I, Okay. Well, I answered the chatter's question. I, I knew that I had two children that I had gained custody of and that she had helped me gain custody of, and she had two older children that were 19 and 21. So, um, so since I knew that, I mean, they weren't, they weren't, I, they, I'm not saying they weren't sexually active. They just didn't have any children. Her children did not have any children. Gotcha. But, you, you know, we, um, we discussed, hey, I'm not going to get married to you while them kids are still in the house and, 
you know, because they just, I don't want them to contaminate my little children. And maybe that's a double standard, but these kids are off the hook, you know. So I say, no, nah, I can't, We, we, I'm not doing that. So it was a deal, it wasn't a deal breaker. I just postponed our marriage until they moved out of her house. Gotcha. Because I didn't want I didn't want to bring my two younger children under that umbrella in chaos what those two children was bringing into her house on a daily basis. Gotcha. gotcha. So after they had left her house, then her and I and she and I was totally honest. I'm not marrying you while they're in the house. And and she could have said, okay, well, forget you then. You don't you don't take me. You don't take my kids. She could have said that, but she didn't. And she said, what if I? She didn't say, you know, what if I didn't take your kids? Well, she knew the conditions of her kids. And kids was, you know, doing any any and everything because there was no father in the home. Um, but once they moved out, and two or three years into our relationship, her daughter got pregnant. And then her daughter was still in a situation where she was about to lose her baby. And then my wife said that it's our responsibility to help her. And I was like, no. (laughs) No, because, you know, the only thing that happened between the time that she was being disobedient in your home and this time is she just got pregnant. Her attitude is still the same. She's still willing to fight you. She's still willing to cuss me out. She's still willing to get drunk and stay out past curfew. So, no, she's still the same person. She's not, Mm. I mean, just because she got a baby, that doesn't mean that she's a different person. So so it was an argument about, go ahead, I'm sorry. You you said something earlier um, about there was a a need that was presented. And... um, you said there was no man in the house. Yes, sir. So when you were dating her, mm-hmm. and y'all had conditions, I get that. It was conditional. Um, but she she had a need with these kids because there's no man in the house. It's just her. And right. she's dating you, a man, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you're telling her, well, you know, handle that. When you finish that, then 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 there'll be a man in the house. Right. I mean, you see what I'm saying? So so, uh, um, that that's that's the question I'm asking. Did it so you're saying I bail, why did I bail out? Why did I why did I not, no, no, not no. accept that challenge? I, I didn't I didn't use the word bail out. I didn't say that. I'm just saying, you know, when there why didn't I accept that challenge? He, yeah, there you go. You yeah. Okay. What the reason why I didn't accept that challenge because. When I when I tried and, to and and again again hold on hold on hold on don't look at it as a challenge look at it as a need. That, well, why didn't that, I feel that need? The reason why I didn't feel that need was because um, when I tried to uh, embrace her children from a perspective of uh, of a, a friend and the words that they used to curse me out. And I seen her response to them cursing at me. I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> you know. So gotcha. then, you know, gotcha. I said, "Well, you know, I'm going to handle this like a man now because now I can't approach them as a father because they're not going to they because they, they was already like 16 and 17 when we got together. So they was pretty much who they were going to be at that point in their life. 
So when I come along, their objective was to get any man away from their mother that they thought that was trying to get in their drawers. So they gotcha. perceived me as the same way. So they was very disrespectful off the off the rip. So uh, so when they was very disrespectful, I even fought her son. Not fought him, but he tried to fight me, and I just kind of choked him out. And I was like, look, I don't need this. I mean, I got a clearance. I don't have to fight kids, you know, because I don't want to hurt nobody's kids, you know. And sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. and that's why I say, you know what, this is too chaotic for me. I don't want and, – and, you know, and it, it could have been – that's why it was going growing to be a deal breaker because I didn't want to have to – you know, fight one of them guys, and, and you know, and my in, in front of the presence of my kids, or, or them to hurt one of my kids, you know, because sure. it was just sure. wild, you know. Because without a father, it is very difficult. And I applaud women that try to raise their children on their own without the father, but it's very difficult when it's time for that father to step in and groom their children, who they're supposed to be as adults. And when there's nobody there to do it. They grow wild and off the chain. You know. Yeah. What if? What if? What if? You took a different approach, and you said that the kids. You told her, you know, the kids had to be out of there before you moved in the picture, right? Well, it, it was. It, that's the bottom line. I'm saying that. Well, I, I can't. I'm not going to bring my children into this this chaos because it's already chaotic enough because their mother and me is not together anymore. So I'm not going to sure. bring them into another chaotic situation where now they see in me battle other kids. <laughs> you should know to me. Gotcha. Yeah, but gotcha. why I ask you that is that what if you took a different approach and you you moved in and you, you know you um you took her and the kids. You know, could it be? I guess it it, it could be possible. Anything's possible, but could it be possible that you wouldn't be raising your grandkids today? If you took if you took that approach and say I'm gonna go in here, as T. R. said, I'm, you know, they needed a man in the house, and you just moved in and took them and and, and put them on a different path, you know, from that point, you know, rather than waiting until they got quote unquote out of the picture. Right. Um, well, that was a deal. Um, her she and her daughter moved in with me, in the process of me gaining custody of my kids. So my kids wasn't all the way with me yet. But her daughter would uh, bring guys in my house while we were both, me and her was at work. And then, you know, she got suspended the first day of school. I said, there has to be a record. How you get suspended the first day of school? <laughs> you know, and you're in a new county. You're not in Baltimore anymore. You're in Waldorf. You're in a nice county. You're in a nice school. You're in a nice home. How do you get, how do you do that? You don't even know anybody. That's because that Baltimore. That was your answer. They brought that Baltimore down. Yeah, they did. There's some rebelling going on there. That's what that is. A lot of rebelling going on right there. Right. And and when she did that, and she cursed, when I asked her that, she completely cursed me out. And I said to my wife, she wasn't my wife at the time, I said, she has to go because there's no way I'm going to come to my house and get cursed out. But not long after that, uh, uh, I had a chat with her father. And I said, look, she's going to have to come live with you, bro. And he was like, no, she ain't coming over there with me. And I said, (laughs) I was like, this is your daughter. What do you mean she ain't coming with you? You know, so me and him had it out a little bit. Uh, But 
you know, uh, long story short, that, you know, her and her mom got into a real altercation, and the police came over there and got her, and they took her to, uh, what's this, Waxler's? You know, they took the government took her because she was just so unruly. But I couldn't have that to infect my my children. You see what I'm saying? Sure, sure. So, uh, so, but I tried. I mean, you know, long story. I tried to talk to her, try to let her know that her body is a sacred temple. She didn't want to hear all that. She's like, "Look, man, you just saying this to get in my mama. Look, I already got your mama. I'm trying to help you out." No. <laughs> you know? So, That's but, true. but she thought I had an agenda. I'm like, I don't have an agenda. Your mom, me and your mom going to be me and your mom, and you don't have any bearing on that. But I'm just trying to guide you and letting you know that, you know, all that stuff you learned in B-more, you know, you don't have to bring that here. You don't have to yeah. drink yeah. and come in drunk. You don't. You, you, it is a curfew here. This is my house you're in. You're not in your mom's house no more. Yeah. You know, because being independent, like Tony said, you know, women have to have two jobs. When they're out there, you know, and and there's no person in the house. But when you when you're not at home, those children can can really you know take a toll on your life, you know. And you're not at home to raise them, so they're doing it. They're raising themselves, but you're just trying to have two jobs just to make ends meet while they're at home, wild and out of control. And then you bring them into a, a, a organized situation, and then they still got that wild attitude. It's going to be some bumping of the head somewhere, and that's where we had our problem at. When when she came to live with me and my wife, it was like, no, oh, no, I can't do this. You know, drinking and and drugs and you know running away. I, I ain't got time for all that. I'm I got my own issues here. You know, getting suspended. Who does that? You know, so. You know, I just said no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to do this. You know, I would have married you already, but this is this is uncontrollable. This is out of control. But so she left and she became 18. She got herself from out of the system, you know, out of the government system. And then she went to Job Corps, tried to go back and finish her education, and she got pregnant in Job Corps. And then now she's pregnant in Job Corps. Policies is she can't be here when she gets six or seven months pregnant because, you know, the dangers of the baby not making it because of the things we have them doing. Yeah. And that's my wife's like, we have to step in. I say, no, we don't. Because <laughs> if we take her child, then we have to take her too. And we're not mm. reliving that again because my kids are here now, and I don't want none of, nothing they say to you or me to make them think that my children can say the same thing to us because I don't want them to see her talking to you very disrespectfully like she does because if they so, say you know what well, she's allowed to talk disrespectfully I can I can do it too so 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 let me ask you a question mm-hmm. um let's say that that child was actually your child not hers that was unruly, mm-hmm. bugging in the house. Would you put her out? Well, at the age, what are you talking about? My own birth children. Yeah, let's just say the child wasn't. But yeah, let, let me flip. Let's just say that the child we're talking about, the teenage girl that had from Baltimore, mm-hmm. was your child? Was, 
living in your living house, in your but house. she's but you she can't, control. can't control. And you're trying to get trying married to, get to married your, wife, to your wife, now. wife now. What would you do, what with, would that you do with that child? Well, that's kind of like the situation we are in now with my children. Now they're at the age, my son just turned 18 in July in this month, and my daughter turned 15. And they're becoming a little like that because of their birth mom, uh, putting in their gotcha. head that they don't have to respect the stepmom. And, um, and, you know, and they come back here and they do things to make me do things to them to make me retaliate and you know and I'm going to I'm not going to retaliate but I am going to discipline them well our system as we know of it as a as a as a kingdom system under Christ it says if you don't spank your children you hate them uh so when I when I did that when I spanked my children you know their mom their birth mom called the authorities or the CPS, sure. you know, and all that thing, that whole thing happened. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stop just because my children are trying to be unruly. Now, the, the Bible says train your child in the way that they should go so they won't stray far. And that's what we have to do now. They're completely trained when they get 18. Now you can leave. But my wife is in yeah. the current situation now. But she 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 came in knowing that I was going to try to get custody of my children. That was already part of the deal. Sure. Now, what if what I didn't know was if one of your kids have a child that we have to take them in because you've already accepted the fact that my children will come and live with us, you know, once I gain custody of them. If that was on the table, I still would have said no, even if she would have thought it was unfair. I was like, no. Nope, nope, nope. We're not doing that. Now, if you if it's a deal breaker, then so be it. But I am not going to have those people, because they're people now, those people in this house while I'm trying to train these children in the way that they should go because they're going to try to teach them something different. They're going to gotcha, be the one that gotcha. introduce weed to them or drinking to them or having sex to them. They're going to be the one that introduced that to them. They're going to be looking at them and be influenced by them. Well, see, that's, that's why I asked the question, um, and I spend a lot of time on your your your, your, your situation, but it's, but it's very interesting. That, that's why I asked the question, if it was your child, Right, and now you have these other children that are trying to fly straight. What would you do with your own child if your own child was the one trying to introduce me to? I mean, would you? What if it was your child? How would you handle that? I would do it the same way, and that's one way. That that's one thing. What a man has to do, he has to remain consistent with children, with his wife, with his job situation, with his church family. He has to remain consistent. If you're going to be like this with one person in this situation, you have to be like this with that person in the same situation. I don't care if you think that you love them more. I don't. I don't go into all that. Yeah, I might love one. I might favor my one of my kids than the other, but they never gonna know that. Rodney said it best. He said, "I got three kids. One and each one of them are different, and sure. some characteristics in one might not be likable as he like in another one." But neither one of them are going to see that favoritism. So 
So gotcha, my son turned gotcha. 18. I told him, okay, you're, you're turning 18, even though I love him dearly. Even in my book, I say it's time for the bird to leave the nest. It's very necessary for the bird to leave the nest. And my sure. kids are not exempt from that. I got you. I got you. So even if the child, because the child obviously wasn't ready to leave the nest, and the child obviously presented a bigger need with all the drama and all the um, rebelliousness that, that they were going through, her child did. I think mm-hmm. presented a bigger need for two parent household war. You know, both of y'all, even though she fought it. You know, a lot of times, you know, the kids will fight it and want to see what you'll do. How are you going to handle it? Are you going to be in the corner or are you going to be like, nah, you got to go? Well, one thing, I'm, one very important thing I, I, I failed to mention or I, I didn't leave, I left out um, that's very important is. My wife, if her daughter said something slick to her, she wouldn't hear it, per se. And I would, okay? Got she was it. like, Mom, she'll say something like, Mom, that, you are so stupid. Okay, let's just say that if, that was she, that, is that, if that's what she said. All right? So my wife wouldn't hear that, and she's sitting right beside her. But then let my kids say something like, wow, that was a dumb comment. <laughs> And they said in their room, in their bathroom, but you know, away from everybody. And my wife is all in the basement. <laughs> she heard that, and she would come charging upstairs. And say, what did you say? And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. You yeah, didn't yeah. hear her say this, but you heard them say that. Yeah. yeah. So I had to nip well, that in the bud. So we got it. I had to do a lot of damage control to know that this is not going to work. Yeah, that's a defense mechanism. That's all that is. And I know that for a fact because I go. I've gone through that in my house. I had a teenager that was um, gotten to the point where she was unruly, and um, she was a product of a divorce. And I know what she was going through. And it was rough. It was, it was rough. rough on me. It was rough on my my new wife. You know, um, she mm-hmm. didn't want to listen. She was running away. You know, did she have, did about you have custody of her, or did her mom have custody? I, I had custody. I took custody of her from her mom because her mom couldn't handle her. Okay. Um, and I had to endure a lot. You know, um, she couldn't defeat my love. And she tried. She tried as hard as she could to to defeat it, but she couldn't. And today she's glad that she couldn't. You know what I mean? And I know that my wife probably felt like you did. You know, like we'll send her back with her mom because, you know, I can't put up with this. You know, but I had to, I had to hold my ground because that's my child. How, now, what, how old was she when she moved with you? Uh, 15, maybe, 15, 16. So she probably... Oh, so like, you only had two, three more years then? Yeah. Okay. But those were vital years. That's true. So when you think, when you think 16, 17, okay, 18 now, they ain't ready to be out at 18. Parenting doesn't stop at 18. It's, you know, I, I, mean, I don't agree with that, they, but, you know. I mean, I do. I'm, no, I'm saying... Parenting doesn't stop at 18. Parenting doesn't stop at 19. 
It doesn't stop at 20. I mean, that's the way I look at it. If there presents a need, then there's a need. You know what I mean? We can't just okay. Say, well, can you explain enough. that? Explain that for me. Well, I, I don't understand. Explain that for me when you just said. Okay, I understand parenting doesn't stop, but the children they are considered in Maryland. I, I guess or in, in in Georgia is sixteen, but in Maryland you're emancipated at eighteen. Sure. Sure. So the and law if, is telling them you don't have to listen to your parents anymore because sure. you are considered an adult. And it makes it easier on you then at that point because you could say legally I can cut the strings. At okay. 18, you can say legally I can clip your wings and I don't have to do anything for you. But then you got to okay. go to bed at night knowing that you put a child out in the world that's not ready to go. And then when you say that, you got to ask yourself, well, why isn't my child ready to go at 18? Why isn't my child ready to be independent at 18? So then it all comes back to us anyway. Well, if you haven't done what you were supposed to do as a parent, this is what I, I strongly believe is, if, and I've said this before, if I have taught you how to use a knife, a gun, a flint, and a tent, and I've taught you for 18 years how to use these things for survival tools, I can literally hey. put you in the wilderness, and I come to you in three years, you should be fat. You should be Understood. healthy. You know, you should be ready to for anything because I have equipped you. Now, if you if you found with all those tools and you're dead, then that was your fault because I've equipped you and I've done my job as a parent to show you how to, you know, take care of yourself. Sure, sure, I get that. I get that. I mean, I mean that's the ideal that's the ideal situation. You send them to a four-year college, they get out, and they're supposed to get a job day one, right? And they're supposed to get an apartment, and they're supposed to get a bank account and a new car and everything else, right? That's what we hope. But no, that's not, that's, not, that's, not, that's not how the Bible says to do it. Now, I'm talking about according to let's do it how the Bible tells them to do it. We should have for them, we should have enough for the children and their children's children. So, so we should have enough for them to be set up at 18. Meaning that we okay. should have the whole shebang, the setup, your stock options, your your money in your savings account, your house, and I give you all of that, and you blow it up, hey, and you know how to do it, <laughs> you know. Okay, okay, so okay, so since you t- you you want to take it there, which is fine. What did your daughter, your wife's daughter, have at eighteen? With all these things you just mentioned, what what of any of those things did she have going out? Well, that apparently she didn't have proper home training um, because um, at a certain time so she, in her life, uh, go ahead. she she didn't have the bare necessities to what the Bible said, right? But we, but but we still threw her out in the wilderness. Mm. No, we didn't throw we didn't throw her out in the wilderness. Um, they came oh, and got was, her because. Go ahead. It's, I mean, it's the same thing. Well, no, no, no not really because um, because when she turned eighteen. You know, sure. uh, she said, well, what should I do now? And and it's like, well, finish school, you know, do this, you know. Uh, uh, and she didn't want to go back to school, so she said, well, I'll just go to the job court because I'm not doing, I'm not living under y'all rules. So at 18, she has that option. Okay, well, you know, and because you're not, if you're not finished high school, you can, you're welcome to be in the house if you're going to follow these rules. You're welcome to finish school and go about your business after you're finished. 
But you can't say, well, I want to be 18. I don't want to follow your rules, but I want to eat. I want to stay at your house, eat your food, you know, do what I want to do, and you not say anything to me. Well, it doesn't work that way. So she said, well, sure. I'll just go to Job Corps. Fine, suit yourself. Go to Job Corps. Gotcha. Because you can literally make that decision. My son told me the other day, hey, Dad, I'm down here in Atlanta with Mom for the summer. I want to stay here, and I want to do my last year of high school here. Well, guess what? Congratulations, son. You're 18. Happy birthday. Your wish is granted, um, <laughs> but this is not a revolving door. So if things go sour, <laughs> rely on what I taught you. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. You, you gonna you. let him in? Huh? I got you. You gonna let him in if if things don't go exactly as planned? No, I. Well, I see, team, he got to learn. Yeah, and he went. That's what he wanted. Now, we called. He called and talked to me today. He's like, "Look, Daddy, Daddy, this is what I'm learning." And 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 they and I see what people. I see what you mean by. So everything I've taught him is coming to pass, and he is the summer's not even over yet. Sure, sure. Now, you know, there's a thing called enabling a child, and I get that. And I get the tough love, 18, I brought you up the right way, you know, I, I didn't feed you, I taught you how to fish for yourself. I get that. But I think that at some point, you know, you even said there's no revolving door. Um, the The way life is right now, there has to be some sort of, I mean, because we get a do-over on a daily basis from God. God gives us an opportunity. And there's times where we as grown men have fallen short. You know what I mean? And, and again, we I'm not saying we've gone back home, but maybe we have needed assistance from somewhere else. Right. You see what I'm saying? So opposed to saying, okay, you're 18, I'm not saying you're not, I'm just saying me. You know, like my daughter, she's gone. She don't live here anymore. Well, her room is always there. Oh no! If something don't go right, so is her room is her room available even if she's disrespectful? Uh, my love will never change for her even if she's disrespectful. No, not not your love, because my love won't change for my kids either. I'm talking about her room. Yeah, but I'm not. But again, she was disrespectful at the point, but. When she got to a certain age, she understood. And this was not too long after what I was going. I mean, maybe when she turned 20, her whole attitude changed. All the disrespect was gone. It's something that she was going through at that point. Okay, you know well, in that, it, yeah. that's a different case, though. That I'm talking about, and I understand you saying, you know, God and gives us do-overs. And they're all case-by-case, Darren. Yeah, they're all case-by-case. Case. All of them. Yeah. Okay, but you taught her how to, to you taught her the value of life. You taught her everything that she needs to know as an adult. And then she went out there and, and if I'm 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 getting this right, she went out there and didn't didn't pass life so she could come back for a period of time to get it together and then try it again, you saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no doubt. I'm not gonna have her in no homeless shelter. I'm not gonna have her living on the street. That'll never happen. Not 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 none of my kids. But if you but if you taught her the values of life, she won't be on the street. Not unless she just say, yeah, "I'm not using what Dad says." You're right. You're right. But we can think, we can think that we that we're doing a great job. We can believe that we we we, we cross the T's and dot the I's. 
We can't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we still have to know if they're ready. So at what point a lot do we of do the sink and swim? Hmm? Okay, at what point do we do the sink or swim? At 30 or 40 I, I, or 50? I, uh, again, again, I, I don't have an answer to that question. And I don't think anybody should because you just don't know anything can happen. And it happens all the time. Understood. I've heard of grown folks going back home. They lose. I mean, they lose their job. They lose their home. They've got. They've got. They do whatever. They get divorced. They got to go back home and regroup. And their parents ain't saying, "Hey, you already left. There's no do-over." No, I understand. Come on back. Come on back. Get it together. Well, you know, in well, in, in my son's case, I'm like, I, cause, cause I told him that when he was 17, and he was up here before I took him down there for the summer. I say, you know, when you're 17, you give me a little gas money to take you to work. When you're 18, I take half your money for rent. When you're 17, I can only advise you. I mean, I can only tell you not to talk back. When you're when you're when you're 18 and considered grown, then now, uh, hey, you living by a different set of rules from 17 to 18. So what his deal was, he didn't want to follow those because he thought they was a little stiff. You know, he sure. thought they was a little too harsh, and he said, I should be able to party as long as I want to. Now, he is partying. He's going to a party every week down there with his mom. And he thinks sure. that, hey, man, you know, hey, this is life right here, you know. So I'm like, well, you're not going to come back here and do that. So, you know, he said, yeah, I know. So that's why I ain't coming. Cool. Congratulations. You are 18 years old. You can make those decisions on your own now. But don't think that you're going to come back with that same attitude and be like, you know, but well, they gotta come uh, yeah. back correct. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm definitely not disputing what you're saying. They can't come back unruly. Oh no, that's right. this is not a place to be unruly. You're gonna come back, and it's gonna be just like it was when you left. Right. Something's <laughs> yeah, gonna change. That's right. right. Nothing's gonna change. You know what I'm saying? But it's gonna be my way or the highway. But you, the, you will have the option. You know what I'm saying? Now I ask you another question. If your stepdaughter gets her act together and says, "Okay, you know, I got this child." I'm trying to be, I'm trying to do the right thing, but I need a minute. I need about six months. Can you help me out? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? No, sir. I have to. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Wow. I can't do it. Now, now, uh, let wow. me explain. Let Let me explain. Let me explain. Now, we we did that before. Matter of fact, we did that two other times, and she came back the same exact way. And I say, now it, it, so it, it's not like that, you know, that we never gave a shot at this. You know, they was about to take her her son from her at the hospital because she was in the shelter in Job Corps. Because when she got put out of Job Corps, she went into a shelter, and um, and they said, well, you can't have a baby in a shelter. So she came to us then, and I was like, man, that girl is still crazy, you know, lack of better words. And then she was like, well... I don't want to let my grandson go into a uh, foster care system. I was like, well, I didn't get her pregnant. So, you know, again, that's not my issue. I'm sorry. This girl is crazy. <laughs> you know, so so uh, when 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 it came down to the her actually having a baby and we went to the hospital and we saw her in tears and she's like, they're going to take my baby and da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, and my wife came to me and she's like, we're letting her come to live with us. 
and that's what it is. And I, you know, I so at that time I could either get in my feelings and say, "Hey, I'm the man of the house," or you know, just say, "You know what? Let's pray about it," or whatever. So I said, "Okay, we'll let her come to the house, and these are the conditions." You know, and I went down my conditional list. You know, you got to be in at a certain time. You're going to get up and take care of your baby. You know, uh, you're going to get a job, and you're not going to be on the internet, on MySpace, and Facebook all day. So when I when I told her that, and you're not going to be, you know, looking at MTV or BET all day, you know, just just wilding out like you were doing wherever you were. Well, she came to the house. She said she understood. She came to the house and did exactly what I told her that she wasn't going to do. And she thought that just because she had a baby, you know, we weren't going to do anything. So then I said, okay, let's just move her in her own apartment. And she can she can see how it is to take care of a baby without this umbrella. So we moved her into an apartment. I paid all of her bills, you know, to get in the apartment because an apartment won't take you if you got a history of bad credit. So I paid off all her bills, and I moved her in. I got her some furniture. Uh, your stepdaughter, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Just your stepdaughter. Got it. All yes, right. sir. And I set her okay. all up. And then she began, I said, we'll babysit for free. She was right up the street from us. We got her her first job. We took her down to the welfare system and put the father on child support and so on and so forth. We did all of the groundwork for her. And then uh, she started to play us in that area. We are, okay, well, I got to go to work. So we'll keep her baby all day. She's been off. She went down to Baltimore and go chilling all day. See how you go from King George to Baltimore? That's ridiculous. And you didn't tell us? You know, come on now. Don't use us. And then she began to cuss us out and disrespect us again because she thought, well, you got my baby. And she thought that we were afraid that she was going to take her baby away from us. I'm like, this ain't my baby. So you can take them and shove them back in your behind. It doesn't matter to me. You're not going to disrespect me just because you think that I got plenty of love for this kid. You know, so... Uh, so it went there a couple of times. So she had she fell on her face again, came back to the house, and it all it was a repeated cycle. I said, you know what, this is it. Go and don't come back. So then she was about to lose her baby again. So we took him until you got just till she said she can get her stuff together. But we didn't take her. Sure. So that's yeah, why we are where we like are now. That. Yeah, in a situation like that, even though the way that it started was kind of different um but you definitely in my book have exhausted all the options that anybody could in that situation anybody else anybody else agree with that agree with that i don't know why uh, uh, hi uh, he, personally i think he exhausted probably more than i would have. Um, hmm, sure. Um, I'm just I'm just being honest with you because you know uh, two things that he said that I agree with one consistency uh, that's very important in you know your household and then you also have to you also are charged to protect your household and uh, a lot of times when you have younger children and an older children dynamic whether we want to believe it or not that influence. Uh, Sometimes can be stronger than the influence of the parent just because they're closer in age. 
one, and then two, they look at how they respect the parents. And a lot of times, although they don't realize it, they start following those same characteristics. So you always have to be on guard and protect your house. And if there's something that's going to change either the environment in the house or the way you are running the house, you have to protect the house from So, you know, I commend Darren for... You know, you know, the many the times that we tried to make this thing work. Um, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. very different when it comes to my household. I am very concerned. Um, you know, I've, I'm a registered uh, foster parent. We tried that. Once we saw that it was affecting our household, it stopped. It just was, We. It, it's too much at stake. When you're trying to raise kids in the way that they should go, you're, 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 you know, we uh, old school parents, if you want to call it that, our kids don't, you know, at the time they didn't watch TV during the week, they had homework schedules, they had chores, you know, they didn't do a bunch of hanging out, they didn't have any kind of friends just coming over randomly, you know, it, it was a very structured, protected, safe place, and we want to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got to be consistent with the rules, um, and sometimes it's, it, it, it takes you to make some very hard decisions. Um, and a lot of the times, you know, people, not everybody's going to understand it, but when you're a man and you're charged with protecting your household, um, as well as, uh, in, in, you know, setting the rules and everybody follows those rules that are considered, you know, either children or dependent. You know, it's, I mean, why do you think the military is the way it is? I mean, mm-hmm. one person going rogue, and then you got you know, a mutiny on him. So it's the same thing in a household. So, you know, and again, it's the damn, I mean, you know, I, I know you a long time. I didn't know you went through all that stuff. So I commend you. No, oh, thank you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely echo that out, though. I'm glad we got that the whole story out of you. You know, Darren, you 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 got to tell the whole story. You know, you know how you. Yeah, well, we just never had the time to tell it all. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then we you know we yeah. satisfied the chatters as well. So you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. There's one chatter. She was uh, getting uh, emotional. Not emotional, but you know, like what is going on? He said that. But you know, I mean, again, you got to understand. Just like the brother just said, man, you are charged with protecting your house. Right. And sometimes, sometimes you will have to make a sacrifice, man, for the rest of the family, which is a, which is a, it's a, it's a hard choice to make. I have I have a um my cousin's daughter in New York. Um and she just turned nineteen. But she was a product of two parents missing. Because my cousin didn't he just he just left the kids with his mom who's seventy and the and the and the mother of the children. She's in and out of rehab. So um they've been being raised by my by my aunt. And the one was really giving my aunt fits. You know, she's 70 years old. She don't have to be chasing around young teenagers that are in their prime going buck wild. Right. And, you know, me being the person that I am, I was like, well, maybe I can bring her down here and, you know, get her out of New York and bring her down here to Maryland and, and you know, just show a different way of life, the country. You know, um, but then I had to stop and think about it. 
I had a, I got a 16-year-old in the house that mm-hmm. hasn't done any of the things that this child has done. Right. She's weeded, uh, get twisted, stayed out all night, all of that, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and I said, even though I want to help her, I can't bring her into my house. Right. Because she, if she poisons all this work that we've been putting into this last one, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? How are we, we going to clean that up? That's right. That's you see what I'm saying? And you can't. You can't because now she's going to learn habits. She's she, she's adapted bad habits that were that were never in in in, in jeopardy. Things mm-hmm. that were were never in jeopardy of these things coming into our household. You know, so I had to you know I had to turn it down. I was like, you know, I, I want to help, but at this time I can't. Wow. So where is she at now? Um, she moved to North Carolina with her father. I don't know how that's much better now, or oh, you don't know how it's working. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, she was. But it's definitely. But it was a it was a good move. It was a good move for her to go to North Carolina to be with a deadbeat father, and I say that in all sincerity, um, and because that's exactly who he is. I mean, he's he is my first cousin. We're the same exact age. We're I was born in he was born in October. I was born in November. We were raised the exact same way. And why he didn't he got exempt from raising his kids? I'll never understand it. Mm. Um, but he had but five, he kids five kids and didn't raise one of them. He just put it off on everybody else. Anyway, make a long story short, this child that was going through hell had to leave New York because she just couldn't she couldn't get with the rules. Just like she couldn't understand the rules. So her, you know, the grandmother said, "Then you need to go somewhere else." So now she's with her father, which ain't working out because he doesn't have any. He's not stable. So now she's so now calling she's back calling saying, back, what, do I, what, what can I do to come back home? Mm. And I told her, I said, don't let her come back right away. Right, let her stick it in there for a minute. Make her sweat it out. Right. Stay down there for a while, for some months. Try to get yourself together. Find find your way. I said, open the door back eventually. But you got to you gotta let them know that, you know, it's not sweet. Mm-hmm. When you come back, One thing you got to come back right yeah, one, I was about to say one one thing about it that we 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 really need to understand that all throughout the Bible, once the child got weaned from their mom, uh, and once they got uh, uprooted and and like when they was a certain age, they were with their father, the rest of their time in their upbringing, growing up, taking them out in the field, showing them how to plant, showing them how to hunt showing them how to do all these things. They were with their father all of that time. Now, it's nothing changed from that time. The only difference is the fathers are not there. And when the fathers are not there, you have this total impact on girls because they don't know, from a woman, from a girl or a woman's perspective, they don't know what to expect. My daughter knows what to expect from a guy. He's going to open the door. He's going to close the door behind her. He, she already knows that. Now, if I wasn't there to have my son to do that for her, she would have accepted the mediocre thug that comes and say, get in the door yourself. You ain't handicapped. 
She would have accepted that because that would have been a norm in her life. But now she stands at the door and expects a man to open it for her if a man is present. But if she don't have that structure, the same with a guy. If a man is, is if a boy is growing up into a home without a father, he becomes an alpha. And that's why, they, you know, even in dogs, they tell us, you know, uh, when I was first getting my Rottweiler, I used to have a Rottweiler. And I said, I want one of them big dogs, right? I want the, the which one get the biggest? And they was like, the males get the biggest. But I said, well, give me one of them. And they was like, well, sir, if you never had a Rottweiler before, I strongly suggest you get the female. I said, why is that? They said, because the males are going to challenge you. And if you never had the dog, a, a, a big dog like this, then you're going to have to show him that you're the alpha. And by this being a furious, already furious dog, I, I suggest you get the female first because they're a little bit more humble. And after you had a female, then come back and get a male because you'll know how to handle them. Because if you show them that they're the alpha, they're going to take over your house. And that's the same thing with a male child in a house without a father. He's going to start, and that's what was happening in my wife's situation. Her son thought he was the man or felt he was the man in the house. So when I came in there, that's why me and him ended up getting into a, a altercation because he thought that I was running in on his territory, and he was feeling, you know, I'm protecting my territory. And he felt like he had the right to tell me to get out when I was over there visiting his mom. You know, so we really have to understand our position as fathers and as men. And that's why it's so important for us to take our daughters especially because they they they're looking for how it's not perverted to say I want somebody like my father. It's, that's not perverted to say that. You know, especially if he's doing the right things. But and it's not perverted for a son to say I want to be like my father. But we have to be good role models and if we step outside of that we're going to have some trouble with our children. That's what's wrong with most of them today. Good words. Good words. Good words. Good words. I mean, well, the thing that we have to remember also, I mean, you know, we look at our childhood and our examples and who we've become. It was based on how, you know, we came up in a household with a father. That was our example or someone who accepted their role. Uh, whether it be an uncle, whether it be a grandfather, whether it be, you know, uh, a man in a church, whatever, what have you, those characteristics is what you take on. For my sister, it was how my dad treated my mother. That was how she saw a relationship. And it was also what my dad instilled in us as far as how we should treat women. So when those dynamics aren't there, I mean, I mean, it's rough. Mm-hmm. It's really rough. I mean, there are some things that, you know, you just can't, you know, can you imagine? I can't even imagine my daughter going out and, um, um, you know, and not knowing what to expect, not knowing what her worth is, first off, but more importantly, not to know how a man should treat her by seeing it first. Uh, it goes back to my grandmother's used to say all the time. I really see a good sermon and hear one. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the volumes. I mean, I can tell my daughter what she should and shouldn't do and be doing everything under the sun against that. And she's going to she's gonna mimic after what I do more so than what she sees me do. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because I can talk till the cows come home. 
But if I'm not doing it, it don't mean anything. Exactly. You know, and like like Darren said, I mean, you know, if more men will look at the impact they have, they are the ones that carry the image for that family. His image is placed on his son, his as far as how to be a man, his image is placed on his daughter as to what to look for in a man. When it comes mm. to that's why it's so important for the man to be in the house consistently, not just there to, you know, to to to, to just get what he can get from mom or, you know, play mom against, you know, play the whole kid, you know, the kid thing where, you know, can you keep me away from my kid, all of that drama stuff. You got to step up and make sacrifices and do what you have to do and understand what's in the balance. That's right. Because when they're not there, there is a I mean, it's just the the repercussions of that person not being there. We, I mean, I, I hear it through the latter part of this call. I mean, look at how many situations could have been avoided if there was a consistent man in this situation. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, I agree. I so, agree. You know, that, that's how we have to look at the positions. But more so, when men come to us with these scenarios, most of the time, I, the question that I ask is, okay, well, where is the father? Mm-hmm. Who is the father? Is the mother the father? Or is the son the father? Because, you know, somebody's going to assume that role. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to yield the same fruit. But mm-hmm. someone's gonna have to. Someone has to assume their role. But based on who it is, it's going to have a different kind of reaction to the children. Mm-hmm. You know, but in most cases, when all of us mentor men, all of us talk to men, the man is not there. That's the beginning of the problem. That's right. Or if they are there, they're not there consistently. Right. Or they're there financially only. Mm-hmm. They want to know well. I pay child support. I don't know why I'm having these problems. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. uh, money is not a father. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. There's a sperm donor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, a lot of the problems that are going on probably close to ninety percent of the problems because the man's not there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> So we just we just gotta understand, you know, the role that we play. But Darren, you hit it best: consistency. And that that sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you don't by yourself on 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 quite a few decisions. But the vision that we have, the relationship that we have with God, sometimes we have to be that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Patrice, you was trying to say something. No, I was just agreeing, man. It, it, our consistency is, is 100% what you have to stick with when dealing with kids. Man. It's crazy. And one thing one thing that I told my son the other day, I said the hardest thing in my life I had to do was raise you and train you like God told me to do it because a lot of times I just wanted to feel your need, just feel it. And and I think I thought that everything would be okay if I just feel it, but that wouldn't taught you anything. It hurt my heart to try to raise my children. It hurt my heart when Mike uh, introduced me to a method of strategy to have them to get better grades. He told me, "Don't let them watch TV during the week." I mean, it almost stopped my heart. <gasps> Don't let them watch TV, y'all. What's wrong with you? And 
And I said, well, let me try it, man. That's going to kill him, though. He's like, no, that's not going to kill him, man. You, you'll see. And, bro, Mike, I got to thank you, man, because that was the best thing I ever could have did. I never I, – I start telling them, okay, don't watch TV during the week. And they had nothing to look forward to but to study. And their grades went from D's and C's to A's and B's. That's all Amen. I'm saying. They have the aptitude. We just got to remove the hurdles that prevents that from happening. But that was from one father's house to another father's house. And, and I was honestly, able to do I mean, that. We may say, well, I mean, it was like that for us. We didn't even think about it. First of all, we didn't have 24-hour cartoon network. I mean, when you're kids, really, that's all you want to look at. Right. Um, yeah. One. And then, two, the stuff that's on TV is not, it, it, it is so... Counterproductive. Counterproductive. Yeah, it's borderline inappropriate. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I became a lot more aware of TV when you have kids because you got to watch what they're watching. I'm just in my own house. We need to find other, you know, better programming, but we need to start turning this thing off. That's right. You know, so you know, it was just it was a different time, but I understood what my parents did. You know, mm. because then you don't have to rush through it. You you can't say, well, I got to hurry up before this show comes on. Because when you're mm. a kid, that's all you really have. I mean, you know, your your your, your expectations aren't that high. You just say, hey, I want to watch this, and I don't care what I got to do to have you done to watch it, you know. But once you remove that variable, yeah, they didn't, you know, my daughter didn't like me for a while, but it was okay. Yeah. You know. It was all right. They still they still don't like it. She got over it. But, but your daughter yeah. got straight A's, and she's going to what college? Townsend now? Yeah. I mean, straight A's, bruh. And, and I was like, man. And I measured my kids up to that. But it was if it was not a man in this house, that wouldn't have flew with that mother. That that they, they, that wouldn't fly. She wouldn't mm-hmm. even be able to make that or have that authority to take that from them. In their minds, or in hers. You know, sometimes I have to tell my wife, hey, look, tell them this. She said, well, you know what, uh, I think you should tell them because I want them to know that it came from you. Because if you tell them, then they're going to do it. If I tell them, they're going to do it halfway. So it's necessary for the authority to be in the house. And we are the authority, and we have to accept and assume that responsibility, you know. Exactly. And if we're not there to do that, then something like Mike say is going to take that place and and fill that void. And it might not be the something that you that need to be filling that void. It might be a drug right. dealer or another, a woman or, or, or the mother, and the mother can't mm-hmm. be the father. Nope. No. 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 And I mean, I and again, I applaud single mothers, but. There's just some things you can't do. It, really? Yeah. Really. And, I mean, a smart single mother will understand, hey, I may not have a, a husband, but I need to find somebody that's going to be a positive, you know, male, godly role model to raise my son or that my daughter can look at so that they understand, you know, what their worth is and how they should be treated by a man. Because that's the mm-hmm. only way they're going to know it. If that's you right. on TV, oh, my God. Ain't oh, yeah. I'm being trouble. You know, we, we in major trouble. 
you know, it's just it's it's a, it's probably, and I think I've, I've said this uh, before. I think on Father's Day, it's one of the most thankless roles or thankless jobs that we have that's uh, so important to uh, our kids because well, I mean, I still thank my father now. Because mm-hmm. I know I wouldn't be the man that I was now had I not been, you know, had he not been the way he was with me. Right. Amen, bro. It would, well, wouldn't have happened. Wouldn't have happened. So you know, we just, we just have to we just have to look at look at you know, um, when we when we talk to you know talk to men, young men. Uh, uh, a lot of the times we're approached by, you know, single mothers just trying to figure out what they want to do. You know, they got this kid. I mean, you know, I, I hear the, the stories that Steve Harvey talks about with his mentoring camp and how so many men, um, you know, come out to support him and these guys come and they're not used to being around men. You know? Yeah. That, that to me, was just like... You know, and, and I think, you know, my wife, she did a, a, a sermon on men's day, and she said uh, some of the statistics that they say about men is um, men in a household is as rare as a rotary phone. Wow. Wow. Hmm. And I just kind of like, it kind of hit me like straight between the eyes because, you know, when you come up in a household where you had a father and you are a father, you kind of get insensitive to those situations. But when you hear something like that, I mean, how many houses have you been to that have a rotary phone? <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of like... Guys, you know, is it, is, is, you know, is it, and then you start to see all of the products of that with, you know, what we're dealing with with the kids, you know, what we see, what we see on the news, you know, nine out of the ten situations of these young kids that are getting in trouble, whether it's, you know, shooting and so on and so forth. I'm like, where was the dad? Was, what was That's always the first question. Yeah, you know, yeah, most always. of the time, ninety percent of the, the question can be answered there. But see, nobody's asking those questions because on TV you just hear about the effects of it, but you don't hear about what caused it initially. Right. So, amen. Well, one thing about it, the show is over in actually seven minutes, and it was a great show. And if anybody. Uh, has anything else? Let's let's just solve it and resolve it in seven minutes. And if not, mm-hmm. we can uh, we can go into open mic for seven minutes and stop the recording. So, does anybody got anything else? Any chatters out there? If they, you guys want to call in now, women included, uh, you got seven minutes. You can call in when we stop <laughs> the tape and uh, yeah, and ask even, all your questions. It's not. I mean, seven minutes. It's not even. You know, by the right. time you ask the first question, it's gonna be over. With. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll, yeah. We'll just let this thing run out, man. Um, great okay. job, buddy. Yeah. Good job, buddy. First yeah, time. Good job, good job out there. I can't you. say the topic job. for next week. Uh, what is the topic for next week? The topic for next week is the effects of my mistakes. Ooh, wow. The offense? The offense? What was it? What was it? The effects of my mistakes. Yeah, I, might, I might as well go ahead and start praying right now. <laughs> 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 That's right. Uh, 
Yeah, man. Yeah, good man. Job, good brother. Job, um, good job. Nicely done. Nicely done. Yeah, I, I I didn't realize the time when I was about to close up. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, oh. but mm-hmm. welcome but to yeah. our world. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Right. See, I know now. I know why Rodney is over prepared. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm writing yeah, four hour yeah. shows now, bro. I, I just hold some of it, you know. <laughs> no, okay. All right, just change the topic on them, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Did any Not other chatters have any other questions in there? No, 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 no. I got one that says, "Well done, fellas. Good topic. Uh, good dialogue. Very proud of the conversation." So you know that's that's that's, that's, that's good. Yeah, thanks. That's good. We do this yeah, every week. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, we try to get it in. You know, it's, it's a relevant topic. Yeah, great questions. You know, your monkey wrenches weren't one question monkey wrenches, they were a paragraph. You you kinda you kinda brought us into it, which is good too. That's a nice twist. I like that. Yeah, you know. All right. You know, so And thanks Mike for coming and joining us, man, and uh, voicing your opinion Mike, thanks, a lot of people. Thank you, sir. Oh man, no problem, no problem, man. Great great conversation. It's always good to um, you know, um, have interaction with uh, with with with, uh, with men about real real um, issues. I'm glad that we can kind of be candid and honest because that that's how men are helped. Uh, sure, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so if that continues, I'll definitely be on. You know, because you know, so much of what we do, we don't really have a, an outlet where we can kind of be able to kind of talk about these kind of things. Um, we always on duty, so <laughs> that's right. You know, uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have to, you know, we have to, you know, take advantage of opportunities like this because it's just going to make us better men. Really, yeah, that's right. It's going to make us better men, and when that happens, we have better wives. We have, you know, we're, we're better fathers. Um, you know, and we and we influence beyond, you know, our our house, but it starts in our house first. So, you know, this is excellent. Uh, Conversation, um, real good feedback, um, real good questions, and we just got to continue to be honest about stuff. You know, we got to call it the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know uh, sometimes, you know, you just got to have real talk because, I mean, men know men. That's the whole thing about it. That's um, right. That's right. We also got to, you know, hold each other accountable because um, it's not easy, but I tell you, it's one of those things that when you think back, you're like, you know, I'm glad somebody pulled me back. I'm glad somebody was, you know, able to keep me straight. And I appreciate Darren for doing that with me. I mean, I know he talked about a few times that he, he took some information from me, but I take a lot of information from him. But um, Amen, I think we gotta we gotta we gotta be able to do that and, and um, look at it as a way of continuing to develop. Versus, well, I'm not quite there yet. We, we're, we're, none of us are gonna be there. When we are there, we will be in glory anyway. So, mm-hmm. so I put it down here for a reason. You know, we need to you know help each other out, be honest about it, because you know honesty is gonna be one of those things that's really gonna help the next man. And, whether, you know, sometimes you don't necessarily agree, but I tell you, it makes, it makes you think about it. I'm like, well, you know, I didn't think about it. Well, maybe if I tried that, that you know, may, may give me the, a different result or the result that I'm, I'm thinking I'm supposed to get versus the result that I'm getting. So, mm-hmm. you know. Amen, bro. 
Good words, awesome. Good words. So you gonna be back? You gonna be back with us next week, then, Mike? Right? Because we need your input, bro. Because you got got a lot of knowledge. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll be back, man. Yeah, I'll be back. Yeah, yeah Mike. Mike. All right, well, right. And with that, then we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap up. It's uh, twelve twenty-eight, and we can. Uh, I think it's closed down. They stop us. They cut off our phone call at uh, twelve thirty. Exactly. Yeah. Twelve thirty. Exactly. Yeah, we got about we got about fifteen seconds. So <laughs> hit that button, man. If you don't hit it, it's on archive. So we got. I'll holler at y'all yeah, next we got, week. Later on. Peace out. Peace out. All right. Bless you guys. Yes, sir. All right. Bless you guys. Later. All right. Hey, Rodney, Rodney, Rodney. Rodney, go. He gone? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to text him if you want him to call. It says hit the button to get in an archives. The button is gone. Okay. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Take it easy. Bye. All right. Hello? Talk Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of The Greatest Show on Tuesday Night. We come to you every week where we bring you the best topics about Marriage from the male's point of view. Our show, the virtual talk show for married men, has the best-selling book, Why Married Men Don't Talk, written by Mr. Tony Hawkins. And we have one of the best-looking and viewed websites at www.householdstress.com, where you can go and listen to any of our over 200 episodes that deals with uh, all topics of issues, that you may be going through right now. We got it for you. We got the answer. Just go to our website, www.householdstress.com, and if we don't, leave us a comment. We'll get the answer for you on this show. Um, Our show this evening will be hosted by yours truly, T-Town, and our co-host, Mr. T-Hawk, and Mr. Unexpected, Mr. Rodney Turner, Mr. Tony Hawkins, and himself, Few rules, fellas, few rules, few rules. Um, then I have to tell you about there are no cursing. Respect each other's comments. And it's okay to agree to disagree. We want you to come as you are, as a man, and be yourself. There is no judgments on this show. This is a support. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.